God. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I hit him with a tighter iron and I split his face wide open. He licked my plate, Stop staring at me. Damn it, Suzanne, your makeup is fine. Stop looking at me. Ah! Tell the press that I am the Gemini Lieutenant or I will punish you. Punish me? Yes. Poor girl in half while she was still alive. Sam Hain. It means the Lord of the Dead. I am Dracula. First I played with Dad, then Mommy came, and I played with Mommy. We played Daddy. We had an awful good time. Now I want to play with Jesus wept. <laughs> Remember the kid everybody ignored on Valentine's Day? Loser! Well, he remembers you. This year, on February 2nd, love hurts. Don't want to be my Valentine? Valentine. Rated R. February 2nd at a theater near you. We could talk we could talk about it right now because I just hit record. So I saw what's what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Don of the Horrorcast and other genres. This is your host, Alex. I'm in a hyper mood today because I had two cups of coffee. And with me today, like he is every other episode, basically, is Jim. What's going on, Jim? What's up, Jim? Not much, Alex. How you doing? You uh, you very much are hyper today. I've noticed a like a go 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 vibe. At night, I don't have this energy, but during the day, yeah, like some caffeine in me. I, I love it. Um, is this yeah, a good place uh, for a plug? Should we like ask for uh, coffee sponsorships now because like it will make the podcast more energetic. It seems like that's the trend. Uh, a lot of podcasts are sponsored by these coffee places, coffee shops, coffee companies. Uh, if you said, use the promo code, you could get 25% off your first order. That being said, uh, if anybody, any coffee company out there, any independent coffee company wants to sponsor Dawn of the Horrorcast, we are gladly accepting sponsorships. Yeah, please. Sponsor <laughs> me. Sponsor Alex. Give him coffee. I'll talk about coffee for five minutes. There's got to oh. be a Pennsylvania coffee shop, like some kind of coffee joint that is listening right now that would sponsor you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a great coffee place right in downtown Phoenixville, uh, Steel City Coffee. What's up, Steel really City coffee. coffee? You need some promotion? Alex will got- promote you. I absolutely will too. Steel City is a good coffee shop. What's you up, can't Steel promote City? them until they give you money or Dude, coffee. I, I'm going to promote them now so they can hear this and then they will reach out to me thanking me for 
after free advertisement and then they'll start paying there, there you go all right that's why that's why you uh you run the podcast and i'm just the guest periodically they <laughs> they also have beer in there too feel like that was a low-key plug for some beer companies to endorse you but um valentine valentine valentine's well we were talking about caffeine and coffee yeah true la- la- last night i was hey maybe uh rain wants to sponsor me i drank a can of rain white white gummy bear flavored rain last night to get me through watching valentine not gonna lie I only understood the word Valentine from that entire statement. What is rain? And <laughs> okay, what rain, is rain it? Is, Explain to me what rain is, because now I'm intrigued. Rain is an energy drink um, similar to Bang. Do you know Bang? I do know Bang. Yes, it's yes. another company okay. similar to Bang. Ah, okay. Word. All right. I don't think. I don't I don't think rain is as insane as bang is. Bang has so much caffeine in it. Rain has a lot of caffeine in it too, but I don't think it has as much caffeine as bang does. To like the the rush you get from rain is not as great as the rush from bang is what I'm hearing. Bang is like non-alcoholic for loco basically. Uh, that was going to be my parallel. So bang is like Bang is like old school for loco that could like make you feel like you did like a lot of illegal drugs. And then rain is like new school for loco where it just feels like a hard seltzer. Yeah. But rain tastes good. Okay. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people drink bang and rain when they're like going to the gym and working out. Uh, But I have, I haven't been to the gym in years <laughs> <laughs> so my drinking pre-workout possibly it gets me through the mornings though so <laughs> most people or if i'm be- watching valentine oh yo why the shade on valentine valentine well, is such a good movie well i mean it's better than a lot of movies from that time period you watch your mouth Watch your mouth. Early two thousand R. Like it, it's possible. Tank. It's possible that it might be better than like thirteen ghosts. I'll not as good as not as good as Ghost Ship though. No, but I'll give you that. I think Valentine is better than Thirteen Ghosts. I think okay. Valentine is also better than I know what you did last summer. Yeah, that is true. Probably better than any of the Scream sequels. Uh, I feel like that could leave up room for debate. Some of the Scream sequels are decent. Depending how far into the franchise we go. It's not as cringe as the Scream sequels, though. I'll give you that. Yes, definitely not as cringe. I don't know. I think it's like, I don't know what came out around the same time as Valentine, but I feel like it gets forgotten. I feel like there's a lot of big names. I feel like for the most part, it had all the like stereotypical 2000s slasher shit. Mask was fucking creepy. Dude, the mask was well, awesome. That is one thing I will one positive thing. I mean, there are some other things I like about the movie, but the the one thing that was the the best quality of the movie was the killer's mask and his oh, yeah. getup. The getup all black. Very it's like a very simple like outfit, but yeah, it serves the purpose of being like fucking creepy. 
Like I think that I think we can talk more about this later, but I think the mask itself should have made this a better movie. Like just the like simplicity, but creepiness should have carried this to at least a second Valentine movie. I think it was a victim of that time period. Mm -hmm. Valentine had the potential to be Mm -hmm. like a gory good time, but you know, it was, it was in 2001 when like, (sighs) it was still like post scream when slasher movies had less and less blood in it. And everything was like, everything was like really censored down. If this movie came out today and it was exactly how it was, Mm-hmm. If this movie came out today and it was the same exact movie and everything, it would have been PG thirteen, probably released by like Bloomhouse or something. Oh, 100 percent. All of that is true. Blumhouse would definitely endorse it, and it would be <laughs> PG thirteen because even the kills were, the kills gave me like TV murder kill vibes. So very PG thirteen, very like pretty docile kills for the most part. I remember seeing commercials for this when it came out. I remember kids in this was in ninth grade, so kids were talking about seeing this movie. And then after that, it just sort of like slipped away, and no one ever talked about this movie ever again. No, like I'm not gonna lie, I um I didn't even know this movie existed until maybe a year ago when Melissa was like, "You ever seen Valentine? Like, I feel like you would like that." And I was like. Really? You never heard of it before? Never heard of it. And then watching it, don't remember it. And I'm not going to lie. I watched it a year ago, and I watched it last night. I forgot a lot of what had happened. Like, I think that's another fatal flaw. This movie has nothing memorable about it, aside from the mask. And maybe, maybe uh, David Boreanaz. This was one of those late 90s, early 2000s movies, too, that had that new metal soundtrack. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so, it did. I have the track list for the Valentine soundtrack. I'm, I was hoping you would have that. Okay. We got Rob Zombie. Okay. Disturbed. Static X. Oh, Linkin Park. Deftones. Of course. Orgy. Ooh. No, they're on the 25th anniversary tour now. Anyway, are they? Yeah, That's I'm cool. thinking of going. <laughs> Amanda Ghost. I've never heard of Amanda Ghost. No. Have you? No, she's like Valentine. I'm sure she had some stuff, but everybody forgot about her. A band called Professional Murder Music. Have you heard of them? I have heard of them. Yes. They. I think they were on a Family Values uh, compilation once. What about BT? No, no idea who they are. All right, you know Soulfly. Yes. Filter, take a picture. <laughs> Yo, that song, look, that song's banging. But for whatever reason, it got on a lot of new metal soundtracks somehow, and I'm not really sure how. Like, Well, same with, same with uh, Hey Man, Nice Shot. That was on a lot of new metal soundtracks yeah. too, wasn't it? Yep. I feel like Filter was always just on like the edge of new metal. They were like just <laughs> on the periphery of it. They were afraid to step in. They just existed on the outside. Have you heard of Snake River Conspiracy? I have, yes. That must have been like really like new metal. Oh, I don't know. So I can't remember a goddamn thing they do. But for whatever reason, I want to say they're like southern new metal. Sounds like it. It does. It does. 
and yeah. a band called Beautiful Creatures. Probably oh, I remember them by Marilyn Manson. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I remember them too. They also showed up on a bunch of random ass uh, new metal soundtracks. Oh, jeez. I'm looking at Snake River Conspiracy as we speak. Now, before we talk about a couple other things, speaking of the speaking of new metal, how about that party scene at the towards the end of the movie where they're just playing new metal the whole time and everyone uh-huh. is and everyone is dancing like they're dancing the pop music. Uh huh. I don't understand. <laughs> I have a very funny feeling that the music we were listening to was not the music that people were dancing to. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. No, definitely not. Like, they were not hearing what we were hearing. Um, <laughs> you just hear disturbed. <laughs> and people are just, like, dancing like they're dancing. We're like, uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is, this, is, this is what's up. Also, that party scene, the most unbelievable party scene ever. I just texted you a picture of this band. And uh, you're going to be like, that doesn't look like a country band, but of course that's what they would look like. Let me see. Take a minute. Is that is that Snake River conspiracy? That's Snake River conspiracy. Okay, they're like a. They don't definitely don't look like a southern band. No, nope. they could I, be though. I expected lots of bigger dudes with like cowboy hats and like sunglasses. Not them. I bet you they're like an Evanescence type of I band. Bet you they are. That was about that time frame. Um, Snake River conspiracy. Yeah. Also, so party real quick. Who? What? Like what? Who has parties like that? Nobody like that. That was so. That was just. I felt like again. Come on, man. Nobody has parties like that. (laughs) Not even rich California people. I I don't know. I don't hang out with those people. Maybe (laughs) they do. Maybe they actually do. This girl, that girl in the movie, she was like the richest girl I've ever seen. I've never known anybody. I never grew up with anybody whose parents had that much money. That's that was like this guy was like a multimillionaire, her daddy. Yeah, like I didn't get that what, either. What did he do? I don't know. He he has a, a McAllister problem where I'm like, what do you do for a living? How do you own a house like this? <laughs> I don't know that like their compound of a house like no thank you that looked and when the party broke up it looked like a festival had just let out like <laughs> like what was happening how did those I don't know I the the movie scene the party scene lost me it, it, it looked like a show got shut down the cops shut down yeah. the show yeah <laughs> everybody's like I'm gonna go home now noise uh, ordinance fuck yeah dude. Um, I I'm, I downloaded a Snake River conspiracy song. Awesome, awesome. Let's see what we got. This is a cover, isn't it? Uh huh. Who sang this originally? Hold on. What's the song called? Let's see. I know that song. What, what is the song called? Hey, uh, oh, the it's song. Secure. 
it's the cure. Oh, it's the cure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I know yeah. this song. They sounded exact. Yeah, it was a love song. Mm-hmm. They sounded exactly like what I thought they would sound like, to be honest. Yeah. They uh, did not sound like what I thought they sounded maybe, like, but they definitely fit the time frame. Maybe maybe a little garbagey. They kind of sound like they would have that garbage sound if I uh-huh. if I heard an original song. When I say garbage, I mean garbage the band and garbage music. <laughs> I was like, did you mean Sherry Manson or trash? They gave me orgy vibes. Very much like female orgy. Yeah, yeah, with the goth girl. Yep. Is their album called uh, Sonic Jihad? Is it? That's what it looked like when you had that up on the screen. I don't know. I, I already cl- okay. Don't I worry. Already about it. I think it's called Sonic Jihad. <laughs> that was that was a that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. That was a time period for sure. <laughs> I mean, everything about this time period. I get these. Uh, waves of nostalgia and uh-huh. but then i but then i'm like listen to like the music from this time period and i'm just like what the fuck was that all about see i have a similar vibe but i listen to it and go oh man i thought it was so hard back in the day when i listened to this <laughs> shit and now i'm like i would kick my ass if i ever met me like like nah Dude. i'm good what are you listening <laughs> to there bro sonic jihad get the fuck out of here yeah, what a weird time! What uh, a weird, yeah. weird time. I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we went back down that little 2000. There, it's weird because the early 2000s now is like when we were graduating high school, and that was like the 80s. It, it, it freaks me out to think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I got worse for you, worse news for you there, bro. Uh, let's see, we graduated in two, it was 20, yeah, it was 1980. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, scary. Yeah, you know. That's I get weird. dizzy just thinking about it. Do you ever do the parallels where you're like, uh, when I was learning about, I'm going to use history, but like if I was learning about something in 1970 in history class, I'm like, well, oh, so fucking long ago. wonder what times were like back then. And I was learning that in like the 2000s. That's like when kids next year learn about like the 90s. Well, I, I saw a a meme or something about how if Back to the Future was made now, they'd be traveling back to like 1993 or something. No, oh, I did see that. Yes, yes, that shit's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. We old. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking scary. Yeah, I said that to Mike the other day. I was like, "Yo, something, 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 man, makes me feel old as shit." And he goes, "Bro, we we old as shit." And I was like, "Oh yeah, true that, true that." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, but well. you know what's not terrifying? What? Valentine. Uh, You're right. It's not. <laughs> okay. Have you been watching anything else lately? Uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, we were just saying this before, but we've been watching mad uh, docuseries on Netflix. Okay. Um, we went down a, a cult rabbit hole and we're watching all the cult docuseries. Oh, there's a, a lot of those. Uh, the cult documentaries are big right now. Dude, I love it. I am all about the cult life. Like, I don't understand how you get into a cult. I don't understand why, like, when it just seems normal. I love all of the shit. 
So like, I love the stories that lead the cults. Um, but we watched like, watched mother God, which was good. We watched, Oh, twin flames. We went into a twin oh, flames one. Janina was watching that one and I was watching it in passing. And uh, Bro, it, it, it was the weirdest fucking thing ever. Can I make a suggestion? Which one was she watching? Do you remember? I, I forget, but those people that the leaders, they're just despicable, unlikable so, people. Dude, there's another one. There's two of them. I'm going to recommend that like next time y'all want to watch something, sit down and watch. It's like three, three episodes. So it's like three hours. It's the craziest fucking shit. Like, I just love the insanity of people. I want to pick people's brains whenever they tell me they're, like, associated with a cult. Like, I'm like, can you just, how does life work for you? You know what Michael Rappaport was calling these kinds of documentaries? He was calling them sick fuck documentaries. Yeah. Because these people are sick. I've been listening to a lot of podcast documentaries about serial killers they oh, never cool. see they never seem to get old mm -mm. there's a we were just watching a documentary um it's called wild crimes or whatever it's on hulu it's not great um but they did this whole thing about this serial killer who was kidnapping people on the appalachian trail and then like robbing them and murdering them um That's and insane. they they caught him but like they can only like convict him of like five or six crimes and they're pretty sure he has like 20 or 30 on them victims yeah uh, victims yeah people they can't figure out how they died but the last time they were seen was hiking in an area around where he was chilling the crazy thing about some of these serial killers are some of them have already been locked up for killing people uh -huh. and then like seven years later they get let out of prison yep so and then they do it again how how did they not get locked up for life the first time? Um, because there is a statue of limitations. I learned this on depending on the crime you commit. So if you murder somebody, like some crimes, depending on how they're murder, like how your trial goes, you can only get like 20, 25 years on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is fucking insane. But I don't know. I think it's crazy that um, they're at any given moment are like, 50 serial killers on the loose in the United States at any given moment. It's going to be so hard to get away with it now, though. Everyone has cameras, smartphones. You have a smartphone, so you're, you're just being tracked everywhere. I don't know. I don't know how anyone could get away with being like a serial killer with a high body count like how they used to be. Well, I don't know. Like if you think about it. It's always it's a lot of transient humans, right? Like people who spend their career mobile. Um, and there's parts of the country, man, where like I'm pretty sure you could hide a dead body and nobody would see it. Uh, well, apparently, the mob uses like Yellowstone as a dumping ground because like Yellowstone is so massive, and at any given moment, you could bury a body and nobody will know. Oh yeah, that's true. So like yeah, I, I think you, it doesn't make it it makes it harder. I don't think it makes it impossible. You just have to be more cognizant of things. And and there's probably still a good amount of serial killers in like third world countries because they could get away with it. Mhm. Mm there's not as much technology over in a lot of poorer countries. 
I wonder, like, and this is, I have no, no backing for what I am going to say. I wonder if serial killers is like a American European problem. Like rarely do you hear of serial killers from third world countries. I've been listening to this one podcast. They only talk about serial killers and I've been binging those episodes at, at work. They're only like 45 minutes an episode. So they're just quick to oh, that's run cool. through. They were talking about this one serial killer in Brazil. He only killed other criminals. So he's like the Batman of serial killers. That's what he liked to think of himself as. He in, killed. Not, he he mainly killed people that have other like violent criminals. When he was locked up in prison, he killed so many people in prison. He killed his dad, who killed his mom. All right. I don't know if we. I don't know if this Valentine podcast has room for a debate, but morally. Does that make him better or worse than other serial killers? I'm going to go better. Well, I don't know because he also killed some innocent people, but mainly they were people like that got in the way of him. So morally um, bad. His ex-wife or fiance was murdered by a street gang. So he shot up. So one one of the members was getting married of the gang that killed his fiance. Uh-huh. He, sh- he shot up the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a good human. Yes. Yeah, so I take it killed, back. All right. Clear. He killed some innocent people. He mainly yeah. killed other criminals because he thought it was easier. Like he wouldn't feel as bad doing it by killing <laughs> other uh, criminals because, you know, he thought it would be easier. Yeah, okay. See, now I lost respect for the man because now I'm like, yeah. well, you killed innocence, so never mind, bro. You're not Batman. Yeah. You're basically no, who can you be? You're Deadpool. <laughs> when I, I first started listening to it, I was like, okay, he kills other killers. Is he like Dexter? Yeah. And nah, nah, he's not Dexter. Yeah. He kills innocent people too, but yeah. m- his victims were mainly other criminals. Okay. He he also killed a cellmate because he was snoring too much. Okay, crazy so. guy. This guy's insane. Never mind. Take it back. Never mind. No psychological debate here. <laughs> uh, listen to another story from another podcast. This is a good, reputable um, podcast called Murder in America. I don't know if you okay. heard of it. Mm-mm. They talk about uh, cases of murder from state to state. And this episode was Texas. And it, this one was a really upsetting story. It was about a 17-year-old kid that shot his mom and his sister because he wanted to know what it felt like to kill. And this kid was obviously clearly disturbed. Oh, yeah. Um, Would you he, say he, he was he down get, with the sickness? <laughs> I guess he was down with the sickness. <laughs> um, um, yeah, very clearly disturbed. He got the idea of killing after he watched Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I hate that movie, too. <laughs> so, I not like kill anybody, but I hate that movie, too. But after he shot his mom and his sister, he got, like, super freaked out and he, like, had a change of heart after the... after it was done. And he called the He called the cops on himself 
and he was all like he was all like upset and stuff and it was like kind of like it, it was like hard to listen to because this guy obviously had disturbed feelings yeah and it seemed like it was like it almost like he was like driven to do it and then it like after he killed his mom and his sister in a way metaphorically it was like he got like post nut clarity but like <laughs> post-murder clarity oh and was like oopsies didn't mean to do that the dude i think is due for parole in like 10 years oh wow well and you know what part of that probably has to do with the fact that uh he turned himself in probably because he turned himself in so they're probably gonna go easier on him than if he ran is the dude that murdered his family at the um, Amityville house still alive? I don't know. Maybe? Let's see. Amityville I forget murder. It was an Italian name. That's all I know. Still alive? No, nah, he died in prison in 2021. Oh, shit. Yeah, March 12th, 2021. I don't even know if amity the amityville house is as haunted as people say it is no i don't think it is i think the book has uh carried on its own kind of thing well we were just uh we were just going down a rabbit hole um i guess last weekend have you ever looked at how many amityville movies there are oh dude there's like hundreds so we wondered why like i was like why how can you legally do that right Apparently, Amityville is a town in New York, obviously. So that means you're not allowed to copyright it and it's public record. So you could literally use Amityville legally anytime you wanted to, to make an Amityville movie. I know. I, and the house, we, you could use the house legally because you can see it. We can make an Amityville movie. <laughs> uh, listen, I want to make a movie that has Christopher Walken in it and Samuel L. Jackson. And we'll call it Amityville something. And we'll make a whole movie about it. I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. But I feel like there's the idea. Apparently, there's a one called Amityville Vibrator. Uh-huh. Uh, there are 58 Amityville movies, I believe. It's more than that? Melissa says it's more than 58. <laughs> Amityville Shark. Uh, there's like Amityville Abduction. And Amityville, like, I don't even know, man. It's insane. And then the houses that people film in that they're trying to pass as the Amityville house is just like uh, a townhouse in uh-huh. like Philly or somewhere. Well, they the house the the house in the first one is actually there, um, and you can use it. But then two or three years ago, the family who owns it remodeled it so it doesn't look like the Amityville house anymore. So basically, they just were like, "We're going to take this from you now." Um, yeah, well, the people the people that live in that house are fucking assholes. You buy the Amityville house and you don't want people to look, then buy another house. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's the same as the, I already made a Home Alone comment, but it's the same as the McAllister house. Same as, same as so many film houses. People buy these houses and they get mad. Yeah, obviously people are going to check it out. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. There was one video I saw because I watch a lot of film location videos. Some guy went to Cousin Eddie's house out in Colorado. Really? 
Yes, that's in Colorado. You could probably make a day trip out of it. Oh, shit. And, we might have to go there. Uh, the, the guy that owns the place is a real piece of shit. This, <laughs> this guy, this guy he's, he, was, he told them, he was like, Chevy Chase doesn't live here. Randy Quaid doesn't live here. No shit, they don't live there. Yeah. But your house was used for the movie. Yeah, I just want to get my house. Pu- <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Hubs. He was uh, sitting next to me the whole time. Oh, wow. He's good. I guess Janina's home. That's um, my wife freaked out. Well, it's uh, it makes me chuckle because, like, I get it to an extent, but I also don't get it to another one. For example, like, uh, I fell into a rocky location hole before we were talking and that lady lets you take pictures outside of her house because she's very clearly aware of the house she lives in. Um, what house is this? Uh, the Rocky House in Rocky One. Oh, out in uh, Philly? Yeah, out in West Philly. Like, she'll let you, as long as you don't knock on her door, she straight up is like, you can take all the pictures you want, but the inside does not outside. look like his house. What's up? She lets you take pictures inside the house, too? No, outside. Cause she's like, it's my house. Like it doesn't, they did not film in my house. They used the outside, but you can stand outside and take photos of the house if you want. But yeah. on the flip of that, do you remember the breaking bad house? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they people, put a gate. Yeah. Gate they put the right? gate there because assholes kept going to their house and throwing pizzas on the roof. Like I heard about that. <laughs> I, and I'm still with you, right? Like, don't buy the house if you don't want the whatever. But, yo, I'd be pissed if you threw pizza on my roof. A, you wasted a pizza. B, I got to clean that shit off now. Yeah, every and it's every day because people are just throwing pizza on, t- on your house all day. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just disrespecting someone's property doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be pissed. But also, on your front. Plus, it's a waste out. of pizza. It is. Um, however... Weird, weird thing. Did you know the McAllister house is now an Airbnb and it's owned by Buzz? Is it really? It really is. It doesn't, it's not going to look the same as the inside because they filmed the inside of the house. The inside of the house like, was filmed in like a school gymnasium. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, they've turned the inside to look like it because it's an Airbnb. So people are buying it for the Home Alone experience. They're also, they also Airbnb the Buffalo Bill house now. Do they really? That's kind of cool. I get that. Out in like Western Pennsylvania. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. I would love to. I mean, I don't know if I would want to sleep over a house like that, but I I, I do like going to film locations and taking pictures. Yeah, same. Like, I think it's super cool that you can go see a place you've seen in movies and be like, you know. This this exists I, here, and I saw it, and that's awesome. I still can't locate the doctor's office from the original blob in Phoenixville. I probably drive past it most nights when I drive home from work. I know the intersection and everything. I look around. I'm, which house is it? I don't know which house. It probably got like remodeled, so I don't know what it looks like now. Well, I was going to say, so I said earlier I fell into a rocky hole. Um, I wonder if it's not even there anymore. Like a lot of the buildings in Rocky have been demolished. Phoenixville, like you said, either remodeled or somebody knocked it down and built something else there. Cause it's been a good 50 years or so. Oh, probably more than that. So like, like 70 years, maybe. 
I wonder if you can Google it though. Like I'm sure if you you can say like where was this and they'll give you an yeah. address. And yeah, that that will the address. Yeah, that's what that's what I did. I, I, yeah. I looked up the film location. It was like Doctor's House, um, Third and Main Street. But yeah. I don't know what side of the road, you know. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I wonder. It's because it is. It's either there or the you know the or location is still there. So, did you see that movie when evil lurks? No, no, I did not. You probably heard asleep. about it. That, I, yeah, I heard about shutter, it. Right? I fell asleep when Melissa was watching it. Uh, so Melissa watched it. Yeah, she watched it. It's I started watching it. I watched the first three minutes of it, and then I passed out. Yeah, it's funny that you said you fell asleep because every single time I tried to watch it the whole way through, or mm-hmm. even picking up where I left off. Every single time I've fallen asleep, every single time, I'm talking like 15 attempts to this movie. Holy, yo, it's just not meant to be, man. You just got to give up on it. Uh, I mean, it's my fault that I would always put it on late at night. Mm -hmm. I would always put it on like halfway through where I fell asleep. I still don't make it through. I remember last week there (coughs) there was one part, one scene towards the end of the movie. And it was like a brutal part. Mm-hmm. I would fall asleep during it. I'd wake up. I'd rewind about three minutes. I'd press play. Try to watch the scene again. again. Fall asleep again. Wake up. Rewind it about three or four, min- min- four minutes. Play. Next thing I know, I wake up. It's two in the morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, You're not meant to watch so, the movie. No, but I finished it today. Well, oh, um, a couple hours ago. Because it was during the day, but it just sort of ended, and I was like, I've been trying to stay awake for essentially nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, man, people had an anticlimactic ending. People love this movie. I just don't get it. It has some cool kills in it and stuff, but I just don't. I I just don't get it. Are people saying it's a good overall movie, or are they saying it's like? Um... Saw so like making it made like a bunch of like top 2023 horror movie lists. Oh wow! Because that was going to be my thing is like maybe this the kills are good, but like you know overall the movie's not great. But if it's making a best of list, that means people see something in it. People like it. Weird. I don't know what it is. I'd rather watch. It's a Spanish. Mm-hmm demonic movie i'd rather watch one of those um i i forget what country it is but there's this one asian country that has great demonic horror movies like the queen of black magic and um may the devil take you have you heard of that one may the mm-hmm. devil take you no so that that one's a netflix original for a netflix original horror movie that movie is fucking awesome it's really that's a compliment it, though Oh, it's fucking good. It was so fucking good. The second one is a Shudder original. May the Devil Take You Too. That <laughs> movie is yeah, that movie is awesome too. The Queen of Black Magic is awesome. And there's a couple other Asian demonic movies that are fucking fantastic. Yeah, I feel like um Eastern horror could be tends to be really good. Um, like they've a had a them, pretty yeah. long history of ghosts and shit and 
they do it really well. But I, I guess you could say that for a lot of Latin American countries too. They, if we follow that they, logic, they, they this should be demonic very well. But I don't know. When Evil Lurks wasn't a bad movie, I it just was just sort of ended, and it was just a straight up bummer the whole way through. <laughs> like just sad, just miserable. It was very miserable. Just a miserable <laughs> movie. I mean, that's horror, right? But yeah, it's not supposed you, to be upbeat and fun. You you get what I'm saying though. It was just yeah. just way too straight faced. Yes, no, I feel you on that one. Huh. Like Valentine wasn't miserable. You know. <laughs> I like that segue. That was a good segue. Um dude, yeah, let's bring it back because I guess we haven't talked about Valentine. Yeah, let's uh, talk about yet. it. It's it's a good movie, except the kills could be better. Like I think. Spoiler, if you haven't watched Valentine in the past 23 years, you know, spoiler alert. Um, but, like, the arrow kill, I feel like my reaction would have been, like, a fucking arrow? Really? That's how I'm going to die. Like, like, I don't know. I wanted more gore. Though, uh, the fucking... I know. Like, that would have been a cool place to get a, at least an arrow through the head or neck. Yeah, or something. I definitely thought there was an arrow through the forehead coming up. Um, there was yeah, not. that would have been cool though. The Denise Richards kill was pretty solid. I did like the Denise Richards kill, that was a good one. I was like, Oh, shit, that's a good kill right there. Like, because that's that is less, I mean, it's painful, right? But that is so psychological, that's gonna fuck you up. Well, she said at the beginning of the movie during the dance, I'd rather be boiled alive than dance with you. Wouldn't it have made more sense if? He trapped her in there and just turned up the heat uh-huh. in the hot tub all the way to actually boil her alive. That would have made sense. That would have been fitting. Would have. However, and we were she saying... She said, I'd rather be boiled alive. We were saying earlier that this, move, this movie lacked memorability. And I think it was because of oversights like that. Had they done that continuation from the beginning to the end, it would have been like, oh shit, yo, I saw what they did there. But they didn't like it felt the movie felt to me was good, but it just it felt like a rush, like a rush project to get it through when you could have taken a bit more time with it. So, you know how I was complaining a couple of weeks ago how I couldn't find this movie streaming every anywhere. Yep. And we said as soon as uh, we watched, we did this, it would be streaming. Well, you watched it on uh, the fire stick, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm, um, What's it called? Uh, Cody. Cody. That's right. It's been a. It's been. It's been a really long time. So I decided just to cough up fourteen dollars and get it off of Amazon. I got okay. a a special edition Blu-ray from Scream Factory for the movie. I gotta say, I did enjoy the special features. They really? did have some. They had a interview with Denise Richards about the movie. That was pretty good. They had an interview with um, the girl that played as Lily. That one was pretty good as well. And they did an interview with, um, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, the main girl, um, Marley. Michael. No, um, Marley Shelton. Oh, and that yeah, was solid that, too. 
Yeah, the, all 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 the Ooh. interviews with uh, the girls in the movie were good. They they're not going to get Catherine Heigl because apparently she's one of the biggest bitches in entertainment. Okay, so we had a conversation about that too. Apparently, uh, the reason that that whole thing came out is because she was bringing up pay discrepancy, and then they were just like, "Oh, she's a bitch." But like, apparently, in Knocked Up, um, she was making way less than Seth Rogen, and that's why she was like calling shit out. I didn't do any research in this. This is just what we were talking about last night. But I, I don't know. I mean, knocked up was a long time ago, but I, I was under the impression that she was difficult to work with even before knocked up. You don't really see her in much. No, she very much uh, fell off. And I can't I tell if that's that... a, is she a bitch or is that a, yo, like that was the reputation she got. And then she just basically is like, sorry, you're unemployable now. I don't know. I people probably don't want to work with her. I I mm-hmm. don't I, I tried looking up stories last night about it. I've heard that she's hard to work with before that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that before. I don't know. You know, each his own though. Well um let's uh speaking of that, let's go through the the cast and the fun facts and then we'll talk about the movie more. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so it was uh directed by Jamie Blanks. The only thing I really know him from is Urban Legend, which is another oh, slasher. I'm a scream, post scream slasher movie. Uh huh. Another another I, good movie. I did like Urban Legend. I think I liked it more than Valentine. It was I good. I agree with you. Yeah, I liked Urban Legend more than Valentine. The set, Urban Legends was good too. The second one. I've never seen the second one. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then oh. there was Urban. Urban Legend Bloody Mary, which was like a direct-to-video one. I never saw that one. I did see that one. We actually watched all three of them at one point. Oh, yeah? Where yeah, did you I, see the third one? Was uh, it on, like, Pluto or something? I think somewhere. We just did a... Yeah, it's what Alex just said. Yeah, I don't know where we found it. We probably were like, where is this streaming? And then brought it up. Probably Pluto or a freebie. Was it could be original at least? It was good quality. I don't remember much of it. I think I fell asleep during that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) There there was also a third I Know What You Did last summer movie that was direct to video and DVD. It was like the killer coming. He came back from the dead or something. Is Uh that what it was? We we made it a point once to watch all the like 2000 horror movies. And then we if they had a franchise, we tried to watch all their franchises. Oh, geez. And, and I fell asleep on, like, the third one for most of them. Well, yeah, the third ones are usually the worst ones. So. Yeah, third one usually does real bad. Like, the, again, it's third one are usually a 2B original. Um, like, Titanic 2. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Titanic 2. Oh, man, Titanic 2 was so good, though. It's such a good movie. People are going to listen to this podcast, and anytime I'm on there, they're going to be like, this guy has such shitty opinions of what good movies are. Titanic 2. He really likes boat ship, boat movies, apparently. I like boat movies, too. I enjoy me a good boat movie. Sucker for a boat movie. So, we also have Marley Shelton as Kate. She was in Planet Terror, Bubble Boy, Never Been Kissed, Scream 4 and 5, and... Last but not least, she was Wendy Peppercorn in The Sandlot. Did you know that? I did not know that was Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Marley Shelton is Wendy Peppercorn. 
Is it peppercorn or peppercorn? I think it's peppercorn. I don't know. Peppercorn so Sam. She got married to the fat kid. Yeah. Oh, it's peppercorn. Peppercorn. Pepper. Sounds like peppercorn. That's not like peppercorn, but it's peppercorn. Alright, that's a less cool name. Yeah, I didn't realize that until like maybe two years ago that they're the same person. I didn't realize it until right now, this exact moment. <laughs> I'm glad I broke the news to you. Thanks, I appreciate that. Denise Richards says, Paige, Starship Troopers, Wild Things, The World Is Not Enough, mm. and last but not least, Tammy and the T-Rex. Ah, I do love Tammy and the T-Rex. What about Wild Things? I watched that recently, too. What a fucking... Now, that is a 90s movie. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. You need to see Wild Things. I mean, I remember when it came out because every other prepubescent boy that I was friends with was like, there's boobs. But I don't remember <laughs> anything else about that movie except Matt Dillon's in it. There there was a cat fight scene between her and um, Neve Campbell. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Where they're like all wet and they're like fighting each are. other like near a, or they're like fighting in a hot tub or something. Yeah, of course. It was yeah, just I something to get all the teenage boys to be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's basically, from what I remember people saying, it's basically a Skinamax movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Wait, I need to cut this really quick. So, speaking of Skinamax, <laughs> Skin, Skinamax movie, this is a side note. Speaking of Cinemax movie, there's a new movie on Shudder that's called Suitable Flesh. And, and this movie was like a Skinamax movie. It was so fucking weird. I thought that it was intentionally supposed to be this way uh-huh. on purpose to like parody 90s movies and Skinamax movies. Yeah. But I listened to an interview with the director and I think he was fucking serious. He kept on talking about, I just wanted to make this movie as sexy as possible. Wow. I don't think he talked like that. Oh, that would have made things so much better. (laughs) Damn, that's crazy. Okay, that makes me sad. It always makes me really sad when I think a movie is hilarious, and then you read it or like watch an interview, and you're like, oh, that was your life's work right there. No, because I was watching it, and I was thinking it was like, a unique work of art because I thought it was actually self-aware and it was doing this on purpose as like a a throwback and like almost like kind of like a parody of it. Then you listen to the director talk about it and I'm pretty sure he was just doing this with a straight face the whole time. Like this is yeah, it sounds like he was just like this is the movie. Yeah, he's like, guys, and he, I can he, die a happy man. This is all I wanted to do. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Oh God, and most of, the, most of the sex scenes were between Heather Graham and her, hus- her 55-year-old husband or Heather Graham and an 18-year-old possessed boy. Oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds like a thing. You wouldn't. You and Melissa should check it out sometime. Maybe. Shutter. Okay, maybe. I think I may have seen that when we were scrolling around I, looking for stuff. I did I did like it. I just liked it 
less when the director was talking about it like it was a serious film. You liked it less when you realized he was not being ironic. It's like if the director of Sharks, uh, uh, um, Sharknado was like talking about how this is like the most frightening movie since Jaws and he's Guys, like talk. I thought Jaws, but what about if it was a tornado? <laughs> yeah. Jaws NATO, if you will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Uh, I, I suggest you watch the movie and don't listen to any interviews with this guy. All right, maybe I will. I will put that on the movies we need to check out list because we are running out of uh, we are running out of some movies right now. Yeah, this this guy in his mind he made like the the best movie since Citizen Kane. <laughs> Have you ever seen Citizen Kane? Nah. Yeah, too, me too many people. Too many people have used that Citizen Kane comparison, so that's why I do it too. I've never seen it, and I wonder how good of a movie it is if I've never seen it. It's on my list. Mm -hmm. I think it's just going to be on my list forever. That's where I'm at. It's very black and white and very boring. All right. So, well, next we got David Boreanaz as Adam. Didn't he looked familiar? He's that angel guy. Uh -huh. Angel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Bones. I don't know. I don't. I've been wanting to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer for years. And the Sarah Michelle Geller one or the movie? Yeah, yeah. The, the the show. Yeah, I feel like this movie. The cast was not huge. There was a no. lot of big names. Catherine Heigl was a big name. Mm -hmm. Denise Richards is probably the the biggest in oh, the yeah. movie. I, I was very, I mean, it was the early 2000s, so it makes sense, I guess. She was, uh -huh. she, she was, she was huge at this time. She I was. just knew her. Uh, this was, uh, in, I, I think I just knew her as the girl with the really big boobs. Yep. She was the girl with the big boobs from wild things. That is how I knew her. And, um, the world is not enough. I do not know she what was that a, is. She was a Bond girl. That was a 007 movie. She was a Bond girl. You know, I've never watched a James Bond movie in my life. Really? Ever. Yeah. I want to. There's no, like, reason that I'm, like, against it. But, yeah, I've never ever watch, watched a full James Bond movie. Watch GoldenEye. GoldenEye is an all-around great film. I mean, I do love the video game. So... <laughs> yeah, the video game. The video game is classic. I heard they're bringing it back for uh, Nintendo Switch. And I am beyond and updating the graphics. Are oh, they no, it's going to be the same shitty graphics. Oh, really? And I'm here for it, man. I am all about the blockhead dudes. Like, let's but go. Will it, will it look good on a modern TV? That's the question. That is the question. Because, like, we play the old Nintendo on our TV, and, like, the box is super small, and, like,. I'm sure it'll still be grainy, but they'll make it compatible with a mm -hmm. HD TV. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Sort sort of like if you play Super Nintendo games on the Nintendo Switch. Uh huh. It looks it looks good. Yeah, so. and that's what I think they'll do. They'll probably just do that same whatever they do with it. Yeah, Janina wants me to plug in the the Switch soon. Maybe tonight will be the night to do it. Heck yeah! Bring those, bring those Super Nintendo games back. That's all I play on the Nintendo Switch. I play Mario. I play Super Metroid. Ah, uh, hell yeah! 
the only modern game I play for the Switch is um, Mario Kart. Nice. Uh, yo, Still has I, that uh, old school feel. I want to get Mario Kart. Melissa has a Switch, so I'm just like, I'm going to get Mario Kart and just play it on your Switch. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I want that nostalgia. I do also want the AEW game, but I heard that game is trash, so I don't really know if I'll buy it. Yeah, isn't that isn't the AEW game just like um, like WWF No Mercy or WCW NWO Revenge or something? Yeah, which honestly I love those games too, but I don't know that that I think has not aged as well as Super Mario Kart, so or yeah, I, has not aged I, as well as Valentine. I I wanted to play the AEW game. Because it wasn't WWE, it would be a wrestling game that's not WWE. Uh-huh. I watch. Uh, then I, you look at the gameplay and like, what? What fucking year is this? Is this like 1999? Right. And I get what they were doing. They were trying I, to I, go th- for that. They were trying to. Un- unlike the director of Suitable Flesh, they, that's what that's the appeal they were going for. Uh, yep. I appreciate I thought, that. Bring back. I thought that the, the director of Suitable Flesh was going for going for that certain appeal, but it seemed like he was being serious. Now we're going to find out that the creators of the AEW game, they were trying to be serious too. They were like, guys, we've decided that blocky 90s gameplay is the future of gameplay. But anyway, let's go. Anyway, <laughs> we, Valentine. We, yeah, we uh, got pulled away there. So... Yeah, those are the three main people in the movie, other than Catherine Heigl, which, you know, knocked up, and, you know, a bunch of other old stuff. No one likes working with Catherine Heigl. She seems like a bitch anyway. Uh, I thought, surprisingly, I thought it was weird that Catherine Heigl was the first unincorporated kill. She got the Drew Barrymore treatment. She did. Scream. You would think that it would have been Denise Richards. As the big name on the on the marquee, but I was surprised Catherine Heigl was. Uh, well, Catherine Catherine Heigl is still like a big name on the marquee. Yeah, but she's not the biggest. But she's on the cover. She she true. It's like you're supposed to believe that she's in the movie most of the movie. Yeah, and then she like is how, not. Like how Drew Barrymore um, was on the cover of Scream. There's going to be a lot of comparisons to scream with this movie yeah well same time period i think you know everybody was trying to be scream at this point do you want to hear these underwhelming fun facts i do i look forward to it. this is my favorite part of the episode all right so first one is i just copy these directly off imdb don't tell me about your secrets <laughs> imdb is gonna come at me for plagiarism uh-huh yeah yeah they are so i just grabbed a grabbed a handful of that at a cost of $10 million, this is the cheapest film to ever have a Super Bowl spot. Super Bowl has expensive taste. Yeah, that's great. So is 10 mil how much they paid for their spot or how much the movie cost? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know? I'm guessing it the movie... We're going to go with the yeah, movie cost $10 million to make. That's, that sounds really low, though. It does. I'm Googling it right now. How budget? much yeah. did Valentine's Look up, like, budget. movie cost to make? It cost $29 million to make. That was its budget. It made $10 million. 
it grossed 10 million you're saying it grossed 10 million so okay so for it lost 19 million dollars so for an advertisement at the super bowl okay no. Uh-huh. no no it made 10 million dollars i don't know how much the super bowl cost it made 10 million in theaters it cost 29 million to make they so, lost a lot of money it lost a lot of money and it did not make its money back it lost 19 million dollars well that explains why it never got a sequel then uh-huh because people were like yo we didn't even break even on this movie there was a lot of talk about restoring the trim kills and releasing a director's cut, but mm. unfortunately, it's all been from the fans, and and Warner Brothers has not shown any interest in releasing an extended cut. So fans like us were unhappy that the kills were lame, and they wanted to see the full kill instead of the trimmed down kill. They want to kill Warner, your kills. Warner Brothers was just told everybody to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Warner Brothers was like, bro, no. Not bro, no, I'm not doing it. So, Tara Reid was originally cast as Dorothy and Jennifer Love Hewitt was originally cast as Pete. Uh, that makes sense because when the first girl came on screen, I thought she was Tara Reid. What girl was that? Uh, Dorothy. Oh, uh, you thought so? Yeah, I was like, oh, or supposed to be Tara Reid, like a Tara Reid ripoff. Now, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Makes sense why they didn't get her, but I also thought that this movie should have had a her or a Lacey Chablay in it. Who's that? Uh, that is, um, that's Gretchen Wieners from. Uh, oh boy, this, this might have been a little before her time. I think it was. I think it was before her time. I think she she was an actress at this point, but I think she was like still like a younger teenager. Yeah, I think she might have been, and maybe a little more unknown. But Jennifer Love Hewitt, on the other hand. Very yeah. much. Well, she before. she was on the way, on the way out at that point. Who Jennifer Love Hewitt? At this point, this is two thousand one. Yeah, I don't think I know what you did last summer came out till later. No, 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 that was nineties. No. Ninety six, ninety seven. No, ninety seven. Holy shit. Yeah, ninety seven because it was after Scream. Yeah, that's crazy. And you want to know who um, were considered for the role of Adam? Who? Luke Wilson and Jared Leto. Uh, I can see Jared Leto doing that for sure. Well, he was an urban legend. Yeah. And he would have fit in this perfectly. He had that same exact vibe. Jared now, Leto is Luke so Wilson, irritating. Luke Wilson, I don't think, would have worked as well. Luke Wilson isn't a good actor, period. <laughs> yeah. He was in that Motel movie, right? Yeah. That movie sucked. Yeah. I wanted to like that movie. I did not like that movie. That was another awkward period of the 2000s. Yeah, it was. Because you felt like those movies were trying, but they just were not hitting the mark. Yeah, they were like, it was the whole torture porn era. Mm -hmm. I hate that term, but that's what it is. I mean, that is what it is. That's why you watch it. It's watching other people get killed, right? Like, Yeah, that one was about snuff, right? Um, The movie one? Yeah, the motel? Yeah, Wasn't yeah. that about snuff? I think it was about snuff. It was about a guy who, like, filmed people in their hotel rooms. Yeah, like, how? Uh, it makes no sense how they would even get away with that, but that's for another. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about that another day, but there was a hotel yeah. out here that was doing that. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
where they were like, they caught this guy making home movies all about like people's hotel rooms. Killing them. Killing them. Or just watching them. And just like being creepy and weird. That was during the time when every horror movie was based on a true story. Maybe maybe that was the true story. Which is my biggest pet peeve. And every time I hear that, I think of strangers. Because the true story is that sometimes people People break break into into your house. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And then they build a whole killer movie about it. I'm like, this is not real. Yeah, what a sweeping broad generalization Uh of based on a true story. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes houses get broken into. Here's a movie we made about it. Let's run through the movie, shall we? Let's do this. I can't be the only person that feels sorry for this kid, right? Um, he, he dude just wants to dance with some girls. I'm with you. I didn't feel bad for the kid. You didn't? I, I did feel bad for the kid. I did not feel bad for uh, him as an adult where he murders people. Did not did not feel bad about him. But yeah, well, that... I do feel bad that the, all, all those girls were mean to him. And then the one chick he did hook up with was like, he's a rapist. I know. Right, bro, <laughs> that's gonna fuck you up. Dude, yeah, exactly. In your dreams, loser. <laughs> they did a good job casting the younger girls, though. I thought they, they did too. They, the one that was supposed to be the young Denise Richards, she looked like a young Denise Richards. W- would you dance with me? I'd rather be boiled alive. And also, why are kids wearing the mask of the Cupid at this dance? Because <laughs> it's, it's the just, Cupid dance. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> that has water in it, though. <clears throat> I, I've been to some Valentine's dances in my day. I have never been to a Valentine's Day dance in my entire life. They suck. Don't yeah, I can them. imagine. I wasn't a big fan of school dances. Like, Honestly, you know why? I was the nerdy kid. That's why. Yes, I, I, my mom would make me go to the dances when I was a, when I was an awkward teenage middle school kid. I didn't really want to go. I only had like two friends. Yeah, and, and they didn't go to the dances, so I, I had to go to these dances and what, not do like there was a couple of songs I got down to. Yeah, but there was. I, there were uh, all all the cool kids would always dance. Occasionally, I got a dance, uh-huh. maybe out of pity or something. Yeah, I remember uh, asking. I I was a nerd, and I went up to this girl at the one Valentine's Day dance I went to, and I was wearing my WWE T-shirt. Now we've already judged me by this point. I get it. And I was like, "Do you want to dance?" And she was like, "No, I'm good." And I was like, "All right, later." And then I left. Dude. And I wore my best wrestling t-shirt, bro. That's my Did best leave, wrestling t-shirt. You left the dance? No, I went and hung out with my friends in the corner of the dance. Yeah. That's what that's what that, in ninth grade, more more people I knew went to them. Like yeah. guitar guitar Dave and Craig. Ah, Craig. <laughs> and mainly we just like did did that, like stood in the corner. And uh, our friend Jordan from middle school. I remember standing. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> so we would all just like stand in a corner and just talk shit on everybody, basically. Yeah. But look at that girl over there. 
You should go up and dance with her. You won't. <laughs> I dare you to dance with the hottest girl. No, I dare you to dance with the hottest girl. Oh, man. Those were the days. It was the nerd virgin kids hanging out in the corner. Yeah, who thought we were the coolest motherfuckers in the world. We yeah. weren't. But it's all good. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, yeah. Back to dad. So, yes, to answer your question, I've felt for that kid for real like yeah like, dude, he, these girls were hella mean to him and, nah, and i gotta love his league though and, and i gotta give it to this the nerdy kid Jer- jeremy melton jeremy i gotta give it to jeremy he was brave enough to go up to these girls and ask them to dance i wasn't brave enough yeah to, i'm with you the, but he was really shooting for the stars with a rubber band with the girls he was asking to dance. Oh, uh, yeah, they were out of his league. They were out of his league hard. But they were assholes to him. They were. Will you dance with me? Ew. Do you think that Dorothy at this time was friends with those girls, or do you think she became friends with them after she lost weight? No, no, they're all friends. They said it a bunch of times in the movie. They've been friends since diapers. They were friends with Dorothy even though she was bigger-boned? Big-boned or plump. I forget what they called her in the movie. I think they called her both. I think they did too. And then she was like, no, I'm fat. Hi, Dorothy. Um, do you want to dance with me? That that was cool. Like my man is making out with this girl behind the bleachers, but then yeah. she then she gets embarrassed about it, so she accuses him of sexually assaulting her. Yup. No, now listen, that, I'm not justifying the murder of anybody in this movie. But if anybody should have died, it was probably her. She ruined his life. Well, she did die. <laughs> she did die. She she was like the only one who should die, in my opinion. The rest were just mean girls. Check it out. Thick and thing, getting it on. You like it, Buffalo? Getting hot? Stop it! Get away from me! This pervert at it again. Pervert attacked you? Yeah, Jeremy attacked me. He attacked me. Pervert jumped Buffalo! I, I, I didn't know, pervert. I also think that the kids that jumped him should have got killed, too. I agree. He let them off the hook, man. Like, they oh, were yeah. real jerks. The body count in this movie is very weird. Like some people had nothing to do with it, but they got it. Other people in the movie deserved to get it, but they didn't uh-huh. get it. It was very bizarre. A lot of just people who ended up in the way. Like I felt for the 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 housekeeper. Like that girl didn't need to die. Do you think he was bleeding out of the no- he bled out of the nose because it, like he would bleed when he would get like stressed or something? I do, or nervous. I think it was like his nerves would cause him to have a nosebleed. It was very CGI uh, when his nose bled at the beginning of the movie. It was, yeah, it was very, very obvious uh, CGI. Which I feel like you don't need a CGI for that. Like just some old school effects could have did that pretty well, but that's one of those yeah. uses of CGI. I feel like when you don't need to use CGI, I guess CGI is cheaper, and we know that they couldn't afford to lose any more money. That's true. And I mean, you could have just punched that kid in the nose and that would have like done the thing for him. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Punch him in the face real quick. Hey, bro, acting. Here you go. Guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, this is how we did it back in the day. Now we get to 13 years later, present day, the year uh, 2001. Jason was an interesting character. I really thought that guy was um, 
entertaining in a, a tool type of way. Yeah, I liked <laughs> how him. He, how he talked about himself in third, what, it was a third person? Oh my God, yeah, he talked about himself in third person. I was like, <laughs> bro, you're a douche, but I love that you're like, Jason likes your dress. Jason he, he does al- this. He also, didn't he also want uh, Catherine Heigl to cover the bill for him? Uh, no, she covered the bill and he was pissed about it. That's what I'm saying. That she she covered the bill, right? Yeah, but he didn't want her to because he was old school and thought he was going to get a second date. And when she paid, he was like, "Oh, it's like that then." Oh, uh, he was pissed off that she paid. Yeah, yeah, independent woman and all that shit. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's not a fan of the independent woman. This guy, nah, he did. Jason is not a fan of the independent woman. He's like the 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 type of guy that like a modern day reaches out to a girl on like Tinder or something, and when she says. She's not interested. He'll say, you ugly anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yup. Um, I am surprised he didn't die. I was kind of bummed about that. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. People that deserve to die in this movie mm-hmm. didn't die. Some people that deserve to die died. Yeah. But it was, they cut off the body count a little bit. Or there were some people that didn't deserve to die that died, I think. I um, felt like a lot of... The uh, maid. There was an un uh, there was a ridiculous amount of red herrings in this movie, like people who oh, they were like, dude, "Oh, you'll th- think it's this person," but it wasn't, or like you know, what I, I mean, know. Like, unnecessary amount of them. These people were trying to push Jason as the red herring the whole entire movie, even though it was so obvious that obviously it's not going to be him because of how obvious it is. They're like, yeah. "Oh, he, he might be the killer. Look at this guy; is creepy." No, well, they pushed not... him and they pushed, uh, what's um, the really white name that was in the movie? Campbell, right? <laughs> Campbell. Yeah, Campbell was the one. They were definitely aiming for him, but. Yeah, Campbell. He was another winner. Yeah. I like this quote when Catherine Heigl, she says, you need psychiatric help. And he's like, says you. Yeah. <laughs> Best comeback I've ever heard. I was like, all right, Jason, I see you. I like Jason. Yeah. He's a tool. He's cool. He did his job really well, and then he kind of just vanished. We didn't see Jason him. Jason likes your dress. He reminds me of Jimmy from Seinfeld. Jimmy is pretty sweet on you. Jimmy's oh, new okay. in town. Jimmy doesn't know anybody. Jimmy would like to get to know you better. I uh, I do not know that reference, but I appreciate the third person connotation. Yeah, and it, it caused confusion because he was hitting on Elaine. Elaine thought he was talking about some other dude that she had a crush on. So uh, she got funny. all confused. She, yeah, she thought uh, Jimmy was talking about this dude, but Jimmy was talking about Jimmy. Jimmy was talking about Jimmy. Jimmy likes the way things sound when he says Jimmy in front of it. Do you think it's unusual that after a date at like 11 o'clock at night, she's going to go into like the school morgue to like practice cutting up cadavers? Yeah, I did think that was weird. And I was really wondering why her date ended with her at a hospital. Like, I don't know, man. It's like at least stay out or go home or some shit. Why'd you go to school? Like, I I understand that she's she's in school to be uh, a mortician, I think, right? Yep. Yeah, she's... Studying it, to be a mortician, but it sounded very um sounded very what's the word I want to use here? Like just to push the story forward. To like, set a creepy no, setting, that's why. Yeah, basically we want to kill her in one scene 
in a creepy setting. How do we do this? Okay, she goes back to work. And it's like, why does she go back to work? Uh, we need to kill her. Okay. Because she, like, she went to work because she had a bad date. Yeah, she wanted to get her anger out on some dead bodies. Um, Chad the Cadaver. That's what we found out. This guy's name is Chad the Cadaver. Chad. Chad the Cadaver. Chad. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up that the dude's name was Chad. Like, that's good. That's good eyes right there. I feel like I'm always talking about Scream when we do horror movies together because we're always doing like early 2000s slasher uh -huh. movies uh, these days. But did you make the connection that the Valentine's cards were almost like the phone calls? I didn't. But now that you say that, it's very true. Like it's very that's his uh, I'm coming for you kind of thing. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. I, I did like. I did like the 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 messages in the in yeah. the Valentine's cards. They were they 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 were good. What was it? What they were creepy. Kind of, I liked them. This one says, "My love grows for you as you bleed from your neck." Mm -hmm. That could be the name of a early two thousand screamo song. Could be, and I would probably rock the fuck out to that song. <laughs> You would have loved that song. Back I would have loved that shit, dude. I've been like, guys, <laughs> this is an entire sentence song title. We need to rock out to it. Um, yeah, I thought they were cool. I like the the he had a very distinct style of the cards, which I thought was pretty badass. I don't know. Yeah, that, this movie did some things really, really well, and this movie did some things not super well. I appreciate what they were trying to go for. There's really not many Valentine's horror movies. There's the mm -hmm. classics like My Bloody Valentine, original and 3D, which we did last year. Yep. You guys should check that episode out if you haven't. Yeah, we did. But there's really not many Valentine's horror movies. You should. That's a good. That's a good movie and a good podcast. I was watching there's the not, OG. I feel like Valentine again. You know, we have which one's that? Oh, the OG uh, Bloody Valentine. Yeah, earlier. Oh, nice. Um, I feel like, you know, we have Christmas and we have Halloween and I feel like every other holiday kind of gets forgotten about. Thanksgiving. Did you see that? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Dude, I fucking loved Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, it was good. I want right? to watch Founders Day next, too, because I'm a, I'm a sucker for slashers, but, like, holiday slashers are fucking great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Um. So, yeah, I want to watch Founders Day. I watched Thanksgiving. That was really, really good. I feel like I'm hoping they make another one because that was the – that's the vibe I look for. They are. They're going like, to make another one. That's what I look one. for in a good movie. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but they're making another one. Are they? Cool. That makes me happy. I uh, – yeah, Thanksgiving, I think – I wanted to talk about that. Um, Maybe we should do an episode on that at one point. But that has – yeah. I play some on. of the fucking like most tense, scary scenes uh, I've seen in a minute. Yeah, I'm glad like, you liked it. I thought it was it was good because there wasn't a lot of good movies that came out last year, and that was that was a good one. That was yeah, that definitely was a highlight of last year. So, so steer, steering back to Valentine, what? So, what did you think about the killer going out of his way to disguise himself as a dead body? I thought that was stupid. Okay, I thought that was stupid too. Why did you do that? Like, why did you do that? Why couldn't you just creep out the shadows? And... Yeah. Like, what? you took the time to decorate yourself as a dead body. You took the time to, like, put yourself on the carving table. And worst case scenario, he could have been stabbed. 
Well, that too. And that was very unlike his character, the killer. Uh-huh. Honestly, that's something that Michael Myers would do to, because Michael Myers was big into theatrics and showmanship, but it didn't seem like yeah. the, uh, Jeremy Melton was big into theatrics. He just wanted to go in and go in for the kill. I just, yeah. this, this was very out of character. Um, again, we uh, to bring it back to like, why is she at the, uh, why is she at the job at all? I feel like you could have gotten rid of Catherine Heigl and that entire scene and literally opened it with the scene of where they open what was like the next scene with Denise Richards and that girl walking through the carnival. I think you could have opened the movie with that and been a okay. Could, but they they had to get Catherine Heigl. Yeah, I know. She must have been the big draw for that movie at that time because I. Her whole, that whole little vignette or whatever just seemed rushed. It seemed like it didn't fit into the rest of the story really a whole lot. And it didn't really seem to make sense. Like, I don't know. Well, There's a lot to question I, on that one. I, I really think the only reason why they had him disguise himself as a cadaver is so they could show him the body breathing when she goes in to cut it open. That's the only reason because I thought it was, they thought it would look scary, uh-huh. but it was, it was just more stupid than anything. After yep. that, I, I thought her hiding in the body bag was, was a good touch. Uh, I did. I did like that. How he zip unzipping. The I body did. I bags did that. One by one. And then he just started stabbing the bodies. That was cool too. Yeah. And when he unzips the body bag. I like and that. And I like, the I like that. Yeah, that that, yeah. that was fine. I, I did like her hiding in a body bag and slitting her throat. What I didn't understand is how the blood was dripping through the tube. <laughs> it was just another thing they just thought would look cool, I guess. Well, no, I think, isn't that a real thing? I think like uh, mortuary boards or whatever, they have like a, a hole. So when like the bodily fluids come out, they go down the tube into that like bucket underneath of it. I guess because sometimes guess. your body discreet stuff. I guess uh, that makes sense because they showed it, it was, early on. It they showed quick, it in the though. beginning. What was it? I, I, I'm just saying it dripped out of the tube really quick. Oh yeah, it yeah. was like instant almost. Yes, that I'm with you. That was like again rushed, unnecessary. It just seemed like we need Catherine Heigl. Let's build a scene just for Catherine Heigl. No offense to Catherine <laughs> Heigl. The next scene with uh, the speed dating, all I can oh, think yeah. about with the speed dating is a forty-year-old virgin. That's all I can think about. Yep, same. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Are you fine? Yeah. You're fine then. Are you fucking retarded? What the hell's the matter with you? Do you want me to be fucking retarded? Same. I feel like uh, speed dating is tainted for me because of forty-year-old virgin. I- do you want me to be fucking retarded? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I feel like I can't watch a speed dating scene without seeing that part now. And I'm just like, nah, okay. Well, you, you know, the one guy that was all awkward and he didn't know what to say, that would be me. Like, so I, I'm being rushed to come up with a conversation at 30, and the date is only uh-huh. 30 seconds. What does that do? My conversation would be like, hey, how you doing? What are you into? Okay, bye. <laughs> awkward, enough to say That's my name is alex and i run a badass podcast yeah it is <laughs> awkward how you doing 
I don't think they really do speed dating anymore. This was before social media. This was yeah when you still had to pay like forty dollars a month for uh, internet dating. Now we have the now we have the the internets and the plenty of fishes and the and the bumbles. Is plenty of fish even yeah. still a thing? I don't even know. I really hope not. Plenty of fish was like the bottom of the barrel. That was ah, uh, that's one. funny. Right. I met that, I met some nice individuals on that. Plenty of fish was like the crystal meth of internet dating. <laughs> Listen, man, I met a lot of nice people on the plenty of fishes. I met a lot of great humans. It was fine. No serial killers whatsoever. So, do you think the only character in this movie that's supposed to have like a well-rounded background is Adam, who is actually spoiler alert uh jeremy melton he's an alcoholic but it like brings nothing to the table yes i agree i do think well he's suspicious because that's that's, that's, oh but i I was saying that's why Paige denise richards was dragging kate um marley shelton to this speed dating thing because they're going through like a rough patch or whatever yeah um i don't know i uh I wondered a lot about that backstory, like with the with the drinking and whatnot, um, because it didn't really come back. It made like two or three mentions in the movie, but I don't know to what end. Um, but yeah, if you yeah. watch that movie and now you look back on it, David Boreanaz is suspiciously shady the whole movie. He always just happens to be there, which is like kind of creepy. Spoiler, if you haven't watched the movie he's the in the killer. decades, he's the killer. So Kate gets a phone call from on her cellular telephone, her cellular device from Dorothy that Shelly Catherine Heigl has been murdered. So it cuts to Shelly's funeral where David Boreanaz is introduced as Adam. Mm-hmm. And it With really, it, like, like you, yeah, like you said, it's a no brainer. That he's the killer, even for a first-time watcher. It, it's mm-hmm. just a no-brainer, just like how cool and collected he is. And the other people that are the red herrings, they're all supposed are all purposely supposed yeah. to look like a, a creepy guy. But this guy is just always there at the right times. Mm-hmm. With the right thing to say. Yeah. I uh, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted it. And I, you know, we've already given away the ending, so nothing more here, but I wanted it to be one of the girls like talk about a plot twist that you don't see coming. Like, cause the whole movie you're like, all right, it's probably David Boreanaz. Like, I think I already called it, but like, they how made it would it have been if it was like Denise Richards, right. Or like fucking Dorothy is like the actual killer. They could have like, done it that awesome. way. I would have been like, Oh or, shit. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. But if, well, let's yeah. just think about, how much money this movie lost because of Mm -hmm. how disappointing it was. Again, it would definitely be a modern day Blumhouse original movie. Um, Oh geez. Yeah. And look at, look at those movies, but teen girls love them. (laughs) Yeah. I like, so Blumhouse does, I think they do what this movie tried to do. They do it well sometimes like in other times. Thankfully, um, better special effects now yep man yep but, mm. but yeah this movie I mean, this I, movie was good. 
Valentine at least ha- is more charming because it has nostalgic quality to it. But mm-hmm. but anyway, um, in the scene, adult Dorothy played by Jessica Capshaw and a, an adult Lily played by Jessica Cawthorn are introduced there. Two of the friends that were at the beginning of the movie. Did you recognize Jessica Cawthorn or Cawthorn or whatever her name is? Did you recognize nah, her? No, not at all. She was she was the wrong girl in Road Trip when Amy Smart went down to Boston University, not Austin University, to tell her that her boyfriend was cheating on her, but it was a completely different dude. You don't remember that? She freaks out and smashes oh, her God, I do remember with that the scene. baseball bat. And, and then she turns around and hits him with the baseball bat and starts beating yes. the shit out of him. Yeah, that's her. That was that's her? her. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that, that at all. Her. Uh, she even funny. mentioned yeah, it in the special features. Nice, dude. There is. There's her and Dorothy. I don't know. There's somebody else. Um, I can't remember who that I didn't know who they were. Like I know they're people, and I know they're pretty big actresses, but I couldn't yeah. place who they were. Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Capshaw. She looked familiar. Uh, she was the one to play as Dorothy. She looked familiar, but. It doesn't ring a bell. She was apparently in a, uh, like, she was a regular actress in Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. That's what Melissa said. She said Grey's. Yeah, she looks familiar. I've seen her before, but just couldn't. I never watched Grey's Anatomy, so. Nah, same. But if that's where she's big, then that's a big thing, though. So go her. Yeah, Getting her start on Valentine. Detective Vaughn is also introduced. He's played by a guy named Fulvio Sassir. That's a very I don't very I don't Italian know how to say that right last name. Is that is that oh Fulvia sounds Italian? This mm-hmm. Sassiri? Yeah, maybe it is Italian. Maybe it's Sassiri. Sassiri. He approaches the girls and asks if anyone knows of Jason. Because he went on an awkward date with that girl that got murdered. Uh-huh. So he's going to be the red herring of the movie. Um. By the way, pushing this movie ahead just a minute, that cop is one of the worst fucking people in the movie. What, just how, how much of a creep he is? Such a fucking <laughs> scumbag, man. The whole movie, I'm like, bro, when he dies, I was like, oh, cool. You deserved it. Like, <laughs> If um Denise Richards was a killer, it would have made yeah. sense that he got murdered. Yup, because he was a piece of shit. Now we get to see where the Dorothy dad's house. So she gets a Valentine's card that says roses are red, violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you. That was a yep. good little one too. I like that. I appreciated that. That was my favorite card of the movie. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. So why didn't they kill off the the stepmom? It made no sense that they didn't kill off the stepmom. Yeah, I didn't get. I mean, even the stepmom, like she, 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 she would, didn't she really would, have much going on. Yeah, I know, but she would have been great, like cannon fodder, just to up the the body count. That is true. The stupid young male order bride. Everyone wants their young stepmom to get killed. So right, that's what I was saying. But nope, they just kind of forgot about this girl and the dad. They were just like, "All right, see ya." Yeah, the dad could have got killed too. Yeah, both Dad of them. Didn't get they were both off. assholes. And this is the funniest part in the movie, though, when Campbell shows up and he's a fucking two bit 
businessman oh. and he's a con man and he always has a scheme going on and he gets kicked out of his apartment so he begs someone he's dating for like only a month to live there uh-huh. and uh the stepmom is asking all these questions about him and she's asking him if they like had sex or, or i think she asked him if they had sex and and she was like yeah and I don't charge by the hour like you. Yep. And then she starts she starts uh, yelling at her in like Vietnamese or something. Yeah. That was funny. That was when she's like, I don't even know what she just called me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Who's your friend? His name is Campbell, and I met him at yoga and he's off limits. So just let my dad know he's staying here for a few days. Is he the reason you've been spending all your time on the treadmill? Kim, you're not my girlfriend, and you're not my mother. I'm just taking an interest in your life, Dorothy. You know, as your stepmom. When you're old enough to rent a car by yourself, we can discuss your role as my stepmother. In the meantime, don't talk about my sex life. You have a sex life? <laughs> yeah, I do. And I don't charge by the hour like you. How dare you? Oh, get your hands off me, you mail-order bride from hell. You say about you too. She just called me. A mail-order bride from hell. Dorothy. Well, I don't even know what she just called me. <laughs> like, oh, shit. All right. Brutal. <laughs> mail-order bride from hell. That's what she called her, yeah. too. Yo, that was, yeah, that was a good scene. And but the yeah, husband's like, show respect for my wife. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's your daughter, bro. There's a lot of good build-up scenes that, like, don't feel like they go anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Why did they even introduce the stepmom and the dad? Because they never show up again. Just to show that her dad's rich and she's she lives at home with her dad? I think so. And I think it's, again, to push the story forward. Like, here's some characters. We're going to give you a little background about this girl so you care about her. But I don't care about Dorothy. Yeah. She's just a spoiled brat. Yeah, she really is. And it uh, comes out at the end of that party where she's like, this party sucks. And I'm like, Girl, you suck. Like, she, she had like a full staff working this party. Uh-huh. This was like a this was like a wedding. It was just a Valentine's party. Yeah, and it which is by in itself the weirdest thing ever, right? We just call that out like a Valentine's Day party. Who has a Valentine's Day party? Come on, now. rich kids. Nope. I guess I, I've never been to one. I never will. Yeah. Nope. I'm good. I don't plan to it ever at this point. I'm very indifferent to Valentine's as it is, but when I was young and single, I fucking hated Valentine's with a passion. Yeah, uh, I still hate yeah. Valentine's. So, yeah, it's just another yeah. day to buy gifts. That's all it is. Uh, actually, historical fun fact: it was created by Hallmark in order to sell more cards. Is Hallmark that realized that they had nothing after Christmas, and so back in like I don't know when. They invented the holiday of Hallmark to like sell more cards, make more money. No, well, Hallmark could go fuck itself. Yeah, fuck you, Hallmark. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, I thought Valentine's was cool when I was like a kid, like exchanging Valentine's yes. cards in school, and you got uh-huh. candy. I and, and the got, Valentine's like, cards were always cool. Like I always had like X Men Valentine's cards. I always like to see how many I got, and I was like, "Lily's cool cards I got." Yeah, I love that. That was always that was always fun. It was better as a kid. Yeah, it was. I'll give you that. Got 
kind of lame as you get older and you don't get cards from everybody anymore. Now, Valentine's is just the time where everywhere they upcharge the prices of roses, which is yep. fucked up. Like, you're going to price gouge roses because it's Valentine's Day? Fuck you. Yeah, because people will buy them. America. I know, but it's it's fucked up. It is. That is very American. producers love us. It's bullshit. It like, is. Uh, it, like, if it's like $20, the, they will tack on an extra $5 just because of Valentine's. Yeah. Because people who Burn forget, and they're like, ooh. Well, you, you have to get the roses as close to Valentine's as possible so they stay fresh. That is true. I don't know. I don't buy I don't buy flowers for Valentine's Day. I'm always just like, I'm good. I'm not doing this shit. I do. You're a good it's, dude. It's one of those it's but by the time I go, it's always like after work and I'll stop at the supermarket and it's always like all fucking like cleaned out and there's like one left or something and it's uh -huh. like a different color. It's not the, the red orphan. one. It's like the one. It's the white one. <laughs> you get the orphan ones that nobody else wanted to take home. Yeah. The like, I'll roses. take you home, orphan Rose. Yeah. Bring it home to a good home. Yeah. Even though it's five dollars more expensive. Exactly. But it's, it's white. Bad. And you know, you know, you get the cool white one. <laughs> yeah, a rose is a rose. That is true. That is true. So, how about the the mask jammed in the elevator? Yo, that was cool. You like that? I like that. Where they left it there is kind of like a scene, like a hey, here's the mask if you get it. Like, are you talking about when they went to the apartment and he left it outside? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that yeah. was, I thought that was a cool way of being like, I was here, but you don't know. It's funny. I watched this yesterday, and um, Kate, her she ran out of the apartment because she ran out of water or whatever, right? Oh yeah, her water that, turned off. That that reminded me to pay my water bill. I was overdue on my. I was like, oh fuck, that reminds me. I got to pay my water bill, so I paid my water bill when I saw that scene. So if this movie had nothing else. At least uh, it encouraged you to pay your water bill. Yeah, could have ran out of water. Gotta got a water yeah. turned off. You would have had to dunk your head in the sink. Or no, in the she toilet. dumped her. She dumped her head in the toilet. Now, is that? I, I don't know. I can't. Is that that? I can't see any girl want to do that. Do I don't think she actually wanted do? to. I think it was just more of a uh, necessity. That's, but do girls do that? Dunk if their hair in there. I'm I don't gonna know, maybe. I, I'm I'm gonna ask Janina. Yeah, ask Janina. If she if she had to, but toilets are always disgusting, even when they're flushed. They're never fully clean. I did think that toilet water has a distinct smell to it, so her hair was gonna stink all day. Ooh, ooh. How about Gary? How about Scary Gary? Dude, Gary was my favorite character in the movie. Uh, when he <laughs> dies in the end, and he's like, I'm. I'm, I'm not troubled. well. <laughs> I'm not well. I'm like, Gary, I love you and your guy liner. This is amazing. <laughs> when he says, how, how, he says, how about a date, Kate? You yeah. can be my mate, Kate. 
I liked him. I don't know why he wasn't given more screen time. He was he was just another obvious red herring. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> they wanted us to think it was him and like I promise you nobody was thinking it was him. Like he was just the he was just the perverted guy that would go through her uh, panties. <laughs> yeah. When she wasn't home, he's like snuck into her house, but I was like, again, he is not well, but he did deserve to die. <laughs> he was trying to have <laughs> Yeah. Good dude, man. Good dude. He's like, yo, man, leave me alone. I'm not well. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm not well. Like, I mean, obviously. Yeah. No, bro, you're not well. Another thing that doesn't really exist anymore is video dating. Did you ever remember that? I remember looking up video video dating online. Uh, Not not online. I mean, on demand. Yeah, no, that was not my my thing. I think that may have been before my time. Um, because I did not remember any of that part of it. I was like, did they do this shit in the two thousands? What is happening? Yeah, they did it in the two thousands. Weird. Yeah. Weird. So, yeah, no, I don't remember any of that. It was very complex back in the day. See, if you were too awkward to approach somebody to talk to them, to ask them on a date, you would resort to jumping through these little loopholes. It's not as easy as it is now, just downloading Tinder. You actually mm-hmm. had to put a tape in the VCR? That, that's you had to actually record the tape. And record yourself. Hello! Yeah. Hi, my name is Jim, and I like blah, blah, blah. And what they yeah. write a letter to you? I, I it just no. It just seemed somebody, a little... somebody tells you well, from what I've gotten from this movie, they tell you that somebody rented your tape, and then you get to rent their tape in return. And then if you oh. like each other, you can write to each other. And then if it doesn't work out, that was a huge fucking waste of time. Uh huh. Yep. Speed even, dating even, or video dating. Even more of a waste of time than. Online dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, way way less more time or waste way more time spent doing that. Those are very uh trying times. Very trying mm-hmm. times. Hard times for the internet. Hard times. Uh, Dusty Roads, hard times. Hard times. I don't even think Dusty Roads knew of the hard times of video dating. Uh, Dusty Roads would have uh, to recut that promo like these are hot times, baby. Speed dating, hard times. Video dating, hard times. Wasting time putting a a DVD in the VCR, hard times. Hard times. Rewinding the tape, hard times. times. You guys don't understand hard times. So this is the message that Paige and Lily get. I guess they get one together, but they get chocolates. Shelly and Kate did not get chocolates. Uh huh. They just got cards. Paige and Lily got chocolates. They had maggots in them. Yeah, they did. Add a little protein. Yeah. What did you think yeah. of that? What did you think of the maggots and the chocolate? Yeah, again, seemed like a waste of time. Seemed like sometimes David Boreanaz really wanted to go into the theatrics, and sometimes he just wanted to get it over with. Yeah. Where did he get the candy with maggots? I <laughs> like to think that he put the maggots in one by one himself. I guess maybe he has a uh, little maggot farm in his apartment. The thing about Jeremy Melton is 
now that we know he's uh, actually Adam. A- Adam seems like he can get any girl he wants. Yeah. Jeremy Melton seems like he grew up to be a nice young man. Did he even have to I don't know about the nice part. This? He was psycho killer. Yeah, but he didn't have to kill anybody is what I'm saying. Yeah, he didn't. He definitely wasted his time going and killing all those girls. Like, he could have just been a nice guy and been okay. So the the card is signed JM, and they're trying to figure out who they knew in the past that have initials of JM. Then they think of Jeremy Melton, but they're like, nah, he's too harmless. He's too much of a klutz. He can't be the killer, even though they were absolutely horrible to him. Oh, yeah. Well, that just shows that they didn't care. Like, they didn't register how much of a jerk they were being to him. Yeah, well, I mean. Like, they were real mean to me. Though, mind you, somebody's mean to me. I'm not going to go around and murder them, but, you know. But let's talk about this for a minute. Bring everybody down for a minute. It's, uh, It's a very tough topic, but. School shootings. Oh, I know. Real real know. All of a, sudden. a lot of these school shooters, they are kids that got picked on. True that. True that. So, are you saying that Jeremy Melton is just a school shooter before school shootings? Well, he. <laughs> Columbine was before this movie. So. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, shit. My bad. <laughs> Well, school shootings are also uh, also seem to be more just like I'm just gonna shoot anybody that I that I see. Mm-hmm. He, this guy, he was targeting specific people. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he truly was. Those apparently, he just remembered the girls that he has to dance at specific Valentine's Day dances, like. Yeah. The, I was like, come on, bro, nobody else was mean to you in life? <laughs> Just those girls. <laughs> Just those girls. They were like, hey, real jerk over here. Well, he also got accused of jumping, uh, what did they say? Pervert jump buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were mean to that girl, too. Like, I yeah. don't Why did he kill those boys? I don't know. They were nice to her, and then they her- insulted her. Like, I did not understand. <laughs> Melissa and I are just having a side conversation. Why didn't he kill the boys? All right, because he got he got he got kicked out of the school because they thought he sexually has assaulted her. Right? Yeah. Okay, but if you're gonna go kill Denise Richards and all her friends, kill the boys too. Is my point. Yeah. Maybe they all kill themselves before it could happen. Maybe. Jeremy Melton sent them scary uh, Valentine's days, and they just killed themselves. (laughs) They were like, oh, shit, yeah, maybe stop this before it starts. Yeah. Or that could have been the sequel, but it didn't make enough money to get a sequel. So That was the thing. I kind of was not... wondering that. Do you think they would have tried to build that to a sequel for just the boys, but they didn't? It's not you over know. yet. We need, the, we need the Denise Richards sex appeal. All right, so we are at the scene with uh, that very elaborate art gallery. Oh, yeah, that uh, online dating gallery. I guess it's something Valentine's related. This town is big on Valentine's. They really are. I wonder if it's so, the same town my bloody Valentine took place in. Oh geez. No, that wasn't that was in Pennsylvania, remember? Oh yes, my bad. My bad. 
And the original one was Canada. This is in like San Francisco. Uh, okay. Huh. All right, then. I take back my theory. So Jason, the weirdo, returns on the scene. Yeah, you know, just try to make himself look as obvious as possible that uh-huh. he's the killer. <laughs> Why did he look at those girls like he was a serial killer if he's not a serial killer? I think we're supposed to believe that Jason is the serial killer and he's just a creepy dude. So they're giving us all the reason to believe him. Maybe he was a serial killer. He was just a completely different serial killer. <laughs> no, I think he was just a nerd. That too. He's just a nerd. Good job, nerd. So Lily introduces a guy that she's dating and it's uh, some tool named Campbell. Max. Oh, okay. No, no Max. Max. Be- well, Campbell is there because, you know, someone gets killed in the scene. So they have to have every single red herring at the scene. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. um, he- Max was like a hipster before hipsters were in. Yeah. Yo, he definitely was. If that dude moves into your neighborhood, your rent is going up. I'm sorry. That guy is uh, gentrification personified. Yes. The the price of faux in your neighborhood is about to go up. <laughs> You're actually about to get your first faux restaurant when he comes into town. <laughs> so Kate is talking to the girls about the mask she found. And they're putting it together that people were wearing the mask at the dance. The maze in the scene is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. In like uh, like in an affluent '90s type of way. Yo, I, yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that art setup. I feel like I would go there. It, it, but is this like what like affluent influencers did before they discovered before social media was a thing? They went to these kinds of things. Uh-huh. They went and hung out with other lame art kids at weird lame art studios. Did you hear that Deftones was playing? I did. Yeah, during the scene. Yeah, definitely making a comeback. Yeah, well, Deftones, I like Deftones more during this time period when they mm-hmm. when Deftones were actually new metal. They were good yes. when they were new metal. I, I know people still love Deftones to this day and, and their newer stuff too, but I can't get into modern day new, uh, I can't get into modern day Deftones. Mm-hmm. I didn't the even first three albums, the, I, I just listened to the first three albums. I don't know anything else after that because I can't get into it. Yeah, I didn't even know there was new Deftones, if we're being real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they still put out new stuff. Um, But, yeah, so, I don't know. They're out this weird art gallery, which seems cool. Um, Not sure how David Boreanaz is getting in here, but he's there. <laughs> I like this. When Max is making out with Lily and her like, assistant is like his assistant or whatever is feeling herself up. And she thinks he's a yep. sleazeball and he's just like, yeah, but you already knew that. <laughs> he's like, I, I invited I, her here. I was like, hey, man, Max doesn't care. Max living his best life. I do like that. He admits it. Like, yeah, for anything. He's like, I know I'm a scumbag. I'm cool yeah, I with it. It was just, yeah. Guys, that's what I do. I'm just the scumbag guy. Like he's like the type of dude that will cheat on cheat on every girl he dates, mm-hmm. and he justifies it by saying, "What can I say, man? I just really love women." Yeah, my well, man, y'all knew this was about me already. <laughs> you yeah. knew what you signed up for. <laughs> 
out of all the tools in this movie Ma- Ma- even though i didn't like max as much at first but when he said that like how like he embraces being a scumbag of like i don't like you but i respect you <laughs> you are not hiding anything sir like you are straight up about who you are instead instead little in the scene lily gets arrows arrows i kind of i i did i did like it did did you like this death arrows 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 if i died via arrows i'd be pissed well i think i think it's because cupids have the bow and arrow it is and i got the reference they were going for but like i'd be pissed if i got like an arrow death you basically don't even oh, yeah. die. You get pushed over the railing by getting shot by arrows. <laughs> and she falls over the railing into yeah. the dumpster. Terrible. <laughs> she should have got an arrow through the head. She should have. Dude, I was waiting. When she was bent over and you saw him, like, pulling back the arrow, I was like, that's it. She's getting an arrow to the forehead, right? She did not. Why does the killer's nose bleed every time he kills? I. Oh, I think it's because he's I, I, nervous. He gets high anxiety and like either that or it's a rush. One or the other. I got to be honest with you. I hate all of the stuff with David Boreanaz and um, Marley Shelton. I, I really hate it. Honestly, like the scene where they're at the bar and they're just like talking. Why? Like, barely Because it barely has anything to do with yeah. anything. And they're, I it just, I, I don't really understand what they're contributing to the plot with it that's all do you know i'm with you but again like full circle i feel like again that is this movie's problem is there's a lot of scenes and shit that like do not contribute to the plot at all and are they meant to be a distractor are they meant to build background i don't know but if we are both thinking this then they failed at whatever they were trying to do I think the movie is like an hour and 40 minutes. It, they could have trimmed it down to an hour and a half if they, they cut have. out some of, some of this shit. Yeah. Honestly, cut out the scene with the mom and the the stepmom and the dad. Cut out. I get the, I get this scene a little bit more because at the end of the movie, aren't like he's trying to get with her, right? Like he's trying to get with the blonde who's not Dorothy. Um, so maybe that's meant well, to push yeah. it along. Because Adam and um, Kate, they're dating. Okay, yeah. Or they're or they're like they they're on a little bit of a hiatus, but they're trying to work things out or something. Yes. Because he he because he, he drinks too much. But yep. right, so if she doesn't want him to drink and he's struggling with sobriety and he's also trying to not drink, why are they hanging out at a bar? <laughs> yeah, I get that. And she's definitely not helping the cause there. Like she does, she especially doesn't want to drink. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like I know we talked about him having an issue, but I didn't even think about that fact of like, uh, yo, why'd she even take him to a bar? I mean, they could go to like a restaurant where where there is a bar, but sit at a table, not directly at the bar. Uh huh, and just. Hang out as close to the alcohol as possible. Yeah, she was about to drink in front of him. <laughs> yeah, not a yeah. So, mm. so, some people could handle that; other people can't. You know. Yeah, true that. And I feel like uh, I don't know. Again, not needed. Not needed for this story. I feel like there had to be a deeper alcohol issue in the original screenplay or whatever 
because it revolves around a lot and never redeems itself. Yeah. This part gets me too. When um, the, the detective shows up at one of the apartments of the girls and he shows them a Valentine's card that the killer sent to Shelly's family, um, Catherine Heigl. It says, uh-huh. too bad, so sad. Signed, Jeremy Melton. And the detective's like, do you know who Jeremy Melton is? Denise Richards page is like some loser from sixth grade. All right. That is exactly why he's trying to kill you guys because of yeah. shitty comments like that. <laughs> right. You are 20 years removed from that and you're still like fucking scumbag. Yeah. That is exactly why he's killing you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's killing you because you still won't let this poor man go. And also it's all Dorothy's fault because Dorothy to this day or to uh present day held on to this lie saying that he's sexually assaulted her when she lied about it. Yeah. Her friends don't even know and they've been together this long. That's crazy. Yeah. They didn't even know about it. And they even seemed like, oh, that was kind of shitty because he, she tells them after the detective leaves that she lied and they even seem like, like, yeah, they're, they're all bitches too, but Except for Kate, she was the, she was the only one that was polite to Jeremy at the dance. She said maybe uh-huh. later. She was yeah. very polite about it, so she's not a bitch. But hi, Kate. Want to dance? Maybe later, Jeremy. Okay, maybe later. Yeah, but, but even, even Kate being even, nice didn't save Kate. Kate survived. Did she? Oh yeah. yeah, she's the nice one. I forgot. See, I can't keep a lot of them straight. Like, two or three humans in this movie could have been interchangeable as far as I was concerned. They weren't very interesting, that's for sure. But what was I saying? Like, even Paige thought that Dorothy was out of line for lying about sexual assault. Uh-huh. Oh, 100%. Come on. I feel like everybody feels that way, right? Like, if you were the friend that was like, that's cool, you're like, you're just as fucking bad. It's all her fault that everyone's getting killed now. I mean, yeah. So. Actually, Yeah. They could all blame her. And just kill, just uh, sacrifice her. Mm -hmm. Take her. She's the one you want. She did it. She caused all this shit for you, JM. So at the police station, Detective Vaughn has looked up Jeremy Melton. After he got a reform school, he landed himself in the mental hospital, of course, because he's a slasher killer. He's got to spend some time in the mental hospital. His parents died in an accidental fire, and no one has heard from him since. I'm pretty sure he killed his parents, too, if we're being real here. Probably. They think that he got plastic surgery to change his appearance. Uh Uh-huh. Which he most likely did, because he... This David, whatever... Like the kid in sixth grade? Yep. His nose got way bigger. Yeah, it did. Can you get a nose job to make your nose bigger? <laughs> you can. You can do anything you want, man. Medicine. Make it bigger. Much bigger. bigger. I would like to turn around and clothesline people with my nose. Can we make that happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and I do think it's funny that they mention that because you know they're covering their ass when they're like, this is why this actor doesn't look like this kid. Like, So you know that Dorothy is just a pathetic loser, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Dor- Dorothy's a mean, 
a mean girl for like a hundred percent. She well, she's mean and she's desperate. She's such a yeah. loser. Yeah, she's a fucking nerd. When because a detective asks them who they're dating, and she's like so um proud of this loser that she's dating. And she Campbell? moved yeah. And she, yeah, she thinks that this guy's the one. And she's everyone like, else is the, like, yo, you're delusional. Yeah, this is the, also the part where Detective Vaughn hits on Paige. This is where um, he really like makes like a, a turn, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if a turn. I feel like we were always supposed to not like him. But yeah, this makes it 100% that we don't like him. Yeah, but Paige attracts all the weirdos. <sighs> it's because she's pretty. Weirdos like pretty. Do you think there's some sort of a narrative in this movie that they're like portraying all guys as creeps? Um, at least all the guys in this movie, yeah. Uh, we were not supposed to like any of the males. I don't think so. That is very Bloomhouse of them. It is. It is very Bloomhouse of them. So this is the this is the scene where Scary Gary gets it. Oh, yeah, see, Scary Gary scared MJ. Scary Gary is my favorite. He's so good. So, He's such a good character. <laughs> I wish it showed more, though. What his death could have been better. It could have been. They wrote him off so quick. the The real reason why he dies is because the killer is dating Kate, and he walks in on some creep sniffing his girlfriend's panties. Uh-huh. Yep, at the hundred percent. Well, because. We were led to believe that he was looking for Kate, right? And he was going to murder Kate. But, like, I think you're on the right thing. I think it's because he was dating Kate. And he was like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> this this is so funny. I'm not well. <laughs> That's a cool shot, though. I like that. I appreciate yeah, a lot it, of the shots in this movie. The mask is great. Uh huh. Fuck are you? I'm not well. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm not, not well. He's way he's wearing her pantyhose. Uh huh. And then he gets his face iron. <laughs> All right, that was that, that shot with him whipping the iron down on his face was cool. Yeah, see, it has some good scenes in it. it has some good kills. That was that, that that was a better one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Gary scenes, Gary scenes, or what's up? Scary Gary. Poor scary Gary. Poor scary he, Gary. He looks like he looks like uh, somebody that was on um, Thirty Day Fiance or something. On oh, what? Thirty Day Fiance. Ah, uh, I remember that show. Yes. Okay. I agree. He'd be one of those guys that's like, well, I just want to meet a nice girl. Uh. Well, there's this one guy on there. Currently, he's just a real creep, and he's a cock block, too. He, because his female friend is also a cast member on 30 Day Fiance. He's the biggest fucking cock block. Every time she's really? trying to hang out with her dude, he just appears out of nowhere and purposely tries to make the, the guy feel all uncomfortable. I love but, yeah, that. That, that guy is scary. That guy is scary Gary. Aw. That's good. Does he wear the guy liner? I don't know. I, I, I think he might. Or he does sometimes. Maybe in private. 
Oh, uh, yeah, what I feel that. He can only wear the eyeliner when he's, you know, rocking out the 2000s emo. Take it easy. I am not well. All right. So Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Kate comes home to Adam because he's there the whole time because he just murdered Scary oh, Gary. Yeah. He was conveniently in the neighborhood. Yeah, he was already there. Yep. Already there. That's what I said. I was like, oh, conveniently, you were already here, bro. Murdering Gare. It's more. It's just more snooze stuff. I, I. They're trying to go for. The, I guess they're trying to go for the romance, but your your boyfriend might be a murderer. Angle. Well, yeah, I feel like they play the. You want to think he's like the bad guy, but they are. They're trying to convince you he's too nice to be the bad guy. Yeah, it can't be him. I yeah. know him. It's got to be the other guys, the creepy guys, not the one nice guy. So the detective calls Dorothy saying that Campbell is a prime yep. suspect and is advised not to leave town. And Lily's like, it can't be him. I know him. Yeah. And Detective Vaughn also calls saying that Jason Marquette, the, the weirdo guy, is also being being held. But what are they holding him on? He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, suspicion. I'm sure suspicion of something. But yeah, yeah, I was wondering that too. I'm like, what are you holding him on? That seems that seems illegal. Like suspicion oh, on what? Talking in third person? Yeah. If you talk in third a, person, you're probably a killer. Being a douchebag. Like So this is awkward. Uh Dorothy gets uh her dude a watch as a Valentine's present, even though they only known each other for a month. And then it cuts to them laying in bed together and she's telling them not to worry about it. So he either came in five seconds or um, he couldn't get it up and perform. Is that? Uh, what I think we're... he couldn't get it up. Oh, I poor think dude. He couldn't get it up. Because there was a passing comment, I think, that he couldn't get it up. Poor fuck. Poor Campbell. As if your name is not bad already. What kind of first name is Campbell? Seriously. I don't know. Rich White. I understand name. it. I, it's a very popular last name. Yeah, it is a very soup. good soup. It's a very good soup, it but is. I've never heard of the first. Oh, well, there's a lot of stupid names now. This is, yeah. I guess, that's a very, maybe like a very like rich kid name. Yeah, that's the way I took it. And he strikes me as a very like rich kid in the movie. Yeah, a rich kid that's always like trying to hatch schemes and all these like business ventures and always looking for investors that always end up getting screwed over. We, we, we know yeah. people like that that are always trying to it's, like, he's always looking for that next big. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we, we do people that like to call yes, themselves entrepreneurs. Yeah. That that's like, uh, yep. everyone loves, yep. a, and you're everyone like, you're loves, not a, you're not an entrepreneur. You have an only fans. Hey man, that's uh, some, feminist, some feminist has got to get real <laughs> mad at me. Yeah, they are. You're going to get a lot of angry hate mail. He barges in on Dorothy as she's taking a shower. Not only did you, were you not able to perform on sex, you're going to whip the curtain open when your girl is taking a shower and you only known her for a month. Well, so, he wanted bold. to surprise her with that, with that stupid thing. What, the, the necklace? Yeah, the really ugly ne necklace. That he stole from that other girl, right? Yep. Or at least she claimed I so. Well I, well, I forgot to cover her, too. Yeah, so 
So he fucked some other girl out of money that she she was an investor or they were I think they were dating or something. Had that kind of yeah. a vibe, but he's he stole a bunch of shit from her. That's probably <laughs> that was probably his excuse of getting kicked out of his apartment. Oh yeah. Well, he was living with her for a while, she said too. Yeah. Like and he was using her for all her money. Out of all the v- people that die in this movie, that de- or out of all the people that deserve to die in this movie that didn't die, she actually had a this girl actually had a reason to be pissed, and she yeah. dies. <laughs> yeah, she had a all legit the- reason. She was one who uh, ended up, I think, wrong place, wrong time. What did you think about Campbell's death? Underwhelming, but much deserved. So. They they live in a rich ass house, yeah. And they get you gotta start up the hot water heater by lighting a match. Uh, yeah, I think her pilot light went out, is what she said. So that so will like, just restart, get the whole thing started again. That'll just set all the hot water back, yeah. So I, but I, I think Campbell or a other guy turned it off because he wanted to go and murder them. Possibly, yeah. You know how she was set up to be the killer at the end, so. It could that could look like oh like she lured she lured them down into the basement. Uh huh. That's what I I think the atmosphere is cooler than the kills itself. Like this scene with yeah. the basement flickering when he's down there and and you see Jeremy Melton from afar with the standing like standing in, in the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a very Michael Myers type of shot. Uh huh. I thought that was a re- again really cool shot of the killer. Um, the killer's awesome, Kept but they don't. That. They they keep dropping it. Like they keep drop. They have cool one offs here and there, but they they never carry through on anything. Yeah, this movie definitely needs a remake. I'm gonna yeah. say that there's some movies that deserve a remake because if it was made today, it could be perfected. That's what yep. I think. Agreed, and I think you could do a better learning from the uh, learning from the mistakes of this one. All right, so now we're at the new metal dance party part of the movie, and um, speaking of new metal, I, I just saw a uh, new metal fest coming up called Incarceration Fest. I think I may have heard of that. <laughs> Remind me again who was on that? Well, the the like the big bands are Breaking Benjamin. Godsmack. Oh, I Sh- did just see this. <laughs> Shine down. Yeah. Chevelle. Dumber Chevelle. I do. So I'm gonna pause you. I actually just saw that before we were talking. And yeah. uh not gonna lie, I was really surprised that they started off with Break and Benjamin because some of the other bands who are not highlighted are fucking legit. Um but- People love Breaking Benjamin now. Nobody loves Breaking Benjamin. Well, you know, no. like... Breaking Benjamin doesn't like Breaking Benjamin. I'm talking about, like, the goofy people that, like, live in, like, Reading that, that love, like, Breaking Benjamin, you That's, know? They're, those people aren't real. Next, you're going to tell me people like Chevelle. Yeah, I think people like Chevelle. No one Some likes people, Chevelle. Some people no. do 
I'm, I'm talking about the same kind of people that like breaking Benjamin. <laughs> there is a now, very specific fan base who like. Now, when, when I was a teenager and I heard Chevelle, I was like, this rocks. Well, yeah, I grew out of that very fast. I, I saw Chevelle live once. And do you remember? On a good show. Do you remember the band Trust Company? Yeah. Are they playing this too? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> And, and you know who else? Seven Dust. Oh, uh, yo, I saw Seven Dust live like a couple of years ago. They're pretty all right. Still? They're still good? Yeah, they're still good. They still are just Seven Dust. Like, but, you know, Seven Dust nonetheless. Their first two albums were good. They were they were actually good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. them. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, the, that festival seems, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you choose to highlight the bands that you're highlighting. Like some of those. There, don't there's also it's not just new metal. There's like um, Acacia Strain is playing, Biohazard. Yep. Oh, another new metal band, Il Nino is playing. Oh, nice! I remember them. Do you know they, Bad uh, Wolves? Oh, Bad Wolves. Okay, they're a band. They they are a band. They are a band. All right, but not a great band, but they're a band. They they do music. But yeah, how <laughs> we were talking about earlier. But what do you think of this? Is uh this party at um what's her name's house? Oh, uh, uh, that yeah, Dorothy. Uh, yeah, Dorothy's house. Yeah, everyone is uh getting down to like um. Uh, disturbed on the dance floor and they're just dancing like it's like a pop song i don't it made so i'm not gonna lie not straight up when i watched it i didn't put two and two together when i watched it i was like oh yeah this makes sense okay they're dancing party it wasn't until we started talking about it that i was like huh this this doesn't sync up these people don't look like they (laughs) listen to disturbed nobody dances like this to disturbed um, it feels like uh, it felt like they weren't really listening to Disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it, though. I think it's very of the time. And, and besides, like, people like that, like the preppy rich kids, they always made fun of bands like Disturbed. They weren't going to be rocking out to Disturbed at a high-end rich kid party. Or, or would they? Is that secretly what they rock out to when no one else is around. Actually, it makes less sense because these are like adults that are doing this. Uh, nah, I'm gonna and I are they adults? They're like college kids. I didn't they're supposed know that, to be college kids. I guess. They they all look like they're like 35. That, that was still at that time period where grown adults played as high school students. <laughs> right <laughs> like boy meets world i just found out that angelo was like fucking 30 when she was on boy meets world really yeah she was supposed to be like what i don't know 15 she was like 30 i don't get well, it well one of the dudes from sopranos was in that show uh dookie hauser with um what's his name oh with neil patrick harris yeah and he was like one of his friends on the show and he was he looked like he was like 13 years old on it, but 
he was actually 22 years old when when he was in that show. No in real life. way. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The one friend? No, I have no idea. I haven't watched Doogie Howser since the 80s or 90s or whenever the hell it was on. Okay, yeah. he's He, he was on The Sopranos. Um, uh, okay. He, he was like a bigger, like, oh, bigger role towards the end. I forget his name right now, though. James Gandolfini. What? James Gandolfini was actually yeah, Neil Patrick <laughs> best friend. Yeah, James Gandolfini. Yep. <laughs> hey, you're goofy. How you doing? Uh, Playing oh, as shit. a 15-year-old kid. Um, I could see it, probably. Um, yes, but the new metal party was pretty rad. It felt very 2000s. I would buy the soundtrack. I would have my own Valentine dance party where all you do is play the soundtrack and dance like that. Yeah, um, that, this was a this was a big new metal soundtrack back in the day. Dude, I I'm not gonna lie, I forgot all about this soundtrack, but then I looked it up afterwards and it was like fucking hey, this is a good soundtrack. Yeah, we we looked it up earlier. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, but before we looked it up too, like went back a little bit and it was like, all right, I think maybe just listening to it. I felt like there should be some stabbing westward on there though. <laughs> the Scream 3 soundtrack got me into Slipknot. Huh. Was that another new metal soundtrack? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a big new metal soundtrack. System of a Down was on there. Uh Creed wow. was on there. Even Yo, though Creed's not really new metal. Are you going to the Creed reunion tour? Oh, that's another one, right? That is. I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be at that one. No. Are you and Janina planning to take the Creed cruise? I didn't know there's a Creed cruise. There is. Dawn of the Horrorcast should do an episode from the Creed cruise. <laughs> I would there go. Was, there was a Lamb of God cruise recently. Did you hear about that? I did. Is that the one where the guy died? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The guy that committed suicide jumped overboard. Uh, do we think he committed suicide? Do we think he was... Well, look, I don't want to speculate. All right, I forgot people listen to this. I don't, I don't know that guy's family. I'm sure it's really sad. I thought he uh, might have just fell, fallen over. Any, no one... I don't I don't think people are going to know. No one will know. That's a crazy rest way in, to go. Rest in peace, that dude. That's, that's a pretty metal way to go, though. I uh, guess. Name of God, please. Name of God, please. <laughs> All right, anyway, so, of course, um, Adam shows up to this thing because he's Mr. Nice Guy. He's not like he's the killer or anything, but he's no, always just showing up at the most convenient times all the time, right? Yeah, right, okay. Yes, yes. If nobody saw him come, like, as the killer, you, you, you silly, because how's he always there? Conveniently. Conveniently. Uh, yeah, it's just so obvious. I think you could find out within like the first 15 minutes that he's the killer. I agree. I think it's pretty obvious, but I don't know if you're not looking for it. If you choose to go in blind, I think you could maybe miss it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. These, these Valentine slasher movies, they make it really obvious who the killer is. Last year's my bloody, when we did my bloody Valentine 3d last year, it was not as obvious as Valentine who the killer was in that, but that one was pretty obvious too. You think so? I didn't. I didn't think so. Really? Nah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, I've seen it a couple times now, but if I remember correctly, first time, I don't know if I would have 
don't know if I would have picked it up. But sometimes I'm pretty slow on the come up, so, you know. Well, what about when you saw Valentine for the first time? Did you think it was someone else? Listen, I forget that I see Valentine every time I see Valentine. <laughs> they have watched it like three times, and every time I'm like, this is a brand new movie. What's going on <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> ah, shit. It's David Boreanaz again. For, for a movie that I find is a pretty bad slasher movie, does have some good quotes in it. Take it easy, man. I'm not well. That quote lives rent-free in my head, if we're being honest about it. Um, I think about it at least once a day. <laughs> that could be a meme right there. Take it yeah. easy. I'm not well. If when, uh, blah, if blah, blah. Were a thing. What's that? I said if memes were a thing, like He's at like, that time. That, that dude's a walking meme. Yeah, that guy's that guy. Talk about new metal. That gentleman is new metal. Yeah, scary Gary. How about a date, Kate? You want to be my mate, Kate? <laughs> it's almost like you stay out of my way or you'll pay. Yup. Listen to what I say. What do you know? I just may. I'll go take a nap and some hay. Might lay down by the bay. What do you say? What do you say? That's another movie scene that lives rent free in my head. <laughs> so another another walking meme is uh, Paige's dude that she decides um, to uh, call up to go to the party. I don't know, Paige is weird. She has a really weird taste of men. This weird dude, uh, the cop, even uh, he came on to her. Okay, she attracts, not going to lie. All right. Don't remember the guy Kate called. Oh nope, got it. Just remembered. Yeah, weird. Yeah, dudes. wax, weird wax dudes. it, bitch, guy. Wax it, bitch. Yeah, wax it, bitch. Yep. I gotta show you something in the other room, and he just pulls his pants down. <laughs> Listen, man. Pick up lines that would get you arrested today. That guy all day. <laughs> just let me show you something out. in the other room. No, thank you. It was she said she's like, you came up here to show me your penis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I gotta lie, that whole scene felt real awkward to me. Not really sure the purpose of it, but it made me be like, I don't really understand why the scene is here. Like nope. I think it's so she could pour candle wax on this penis. Okay, why? Why? I guess because nope, nope, nope. Can't justify it. That move again. Parts of this because movie, he exposed himself to her. I mean, maybe, but like I was saying, dude, parts of this movie that like don't make sense. Like parts of this movie that are just like, all right, why? Why are you including this right now? Like, what is the deal? Just reminded me of. Seinfeld of when Elaine went on a date with some dude and he just whipped it out in the car. <laughs> yeah. Was that like a common thing back in the day? Like, how does that work? I guess it was more of a thing, but maybe, maybe doing that was like the OG dick pic. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I'm a dude. I've never done that in my life. I don't have any plans to do that in my life. No, it was. It was the, it was the dick pic before smartphones. 
<laughs> Who needs a dick pic? Here's my dick. Like, wait, what? Or, or maybe, what if the OG dick pic is taking a, just like a camera you have to get developed, taking a picture <laughs> of your dick. You oh, have to get it. You, you develop to, it. In seven to, to ten days, I will it. have it. Um, <laughs> Seven to ten days. I will. I will mail you this. You will receive it in two weeks. Yeah, it's. Uh, didn't get a response as quick. Die. back then. <laughs> You're gonna need a month for a response for your dick pic from initial picture to a response from girl. Oops, there's your head. Um. Anyway, back to the movie with the great dance scene, which. Feels anticlimactic, and then we pivot away to, to wax bitch, and then we go back, still anticlimactic. And so uh, do, do, do you remember the one weird guy from Speed Dating that didn't say anything because he yes. called all out? He, well, he was in the background at that party. No, for real? <laughs> yeah, he was just looking all awkward and just like he looked like he just hated himself. He like shook his head like he he shook his head like he was all like disappointed in himself, and he was just like walked away all by himself. Yo, that's crazy. I didn't even, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, that, I didn't even that think dude. That he made a cameo in the movie. That dude hates his life. <laughs> that dude was like, dude, I could have been hanging I, out he, with him, and now I can't. Well, no, it's almost looking like he's like trying to pick up a girl, but he's too scared to do it or something. He's just like, oh hey, oh okay. Hey Denise Richards, oh you walked away already. <laughs> so all right, so uh, yeah, that guy was there. And uh, the girl that confronted Campbell earlier shows up at the party. Oh, yeah, and steals her necklace back. Yeah, she notices that the the necklace that she got, that scumbag Campbell stole off of her and gave it to Dorothy. And, and Dorothy, Dorothy is so desperate, she actually thinks that Campbell likes her. Like, I, I almost felt bad for her, how uh, naive uh, of a character she is. I agree. And like, I'm sorry, Campbell had a bunch of red flags, right? Like, we should have seen him a mile away. Yeah. Like, just everything about him. This guy Man. sucks. Fucking Campbell. That's why you don't trust guys named after soup. Yeah, exactly. I I don't I'm not friends with anyone named Campbell. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've ever met anybody named Campbell. Now here's the real question. Are you friends with anybody named Progressive? No. Progresso? Progresso. <laughs> Progressive is uh, the insurance company, right? Yep, yep. Nah, that didn't work the way I needed it to. <laughs> um, so, question. Do we think that they did the wax bitch part to give us another red herring? Because that is the only logic I can come up with. I don't know. Uh, depends. It could go one of two ways. Maybe he's uh, the Cupid mask killer. Well, that's what I mean. Like, or, we don't know at this point, right? So it could be anybody. So did they put him in there to be like, here's another guy that it could be? Well, they think the killer is Jeremy Melton. But yes. they think that Jeremy Melton got plastic surgery to change uh -huh. his appearance. And he could be anybody at this point. His name could be anything. Yeah, he, could cha he changes uh, his identity. Right. So what's stopping it from not being the wax bitch guy? I don't know because wax bitch guy uh, Jeremy Melton is more like y'all know Jeremy Melton. How are you trying to say you know that guy? They don't even know that guy. 
just how I'm just judging how he acted when he was a child at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh, there I do. <laughs> This is this is like a I I gotta say though that like that plot at the beginning of the movie when everyone is kids, mm-hmm. very eighties slasher plot. I gotta give them credit for that. Yeah, felt very eighties. I actually really liked that. Like I liked the feel of that. I liked just the way it was all done. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the that girl that uh Campbell's ex girl or whatever she is she goes to steal back um just she goes to find campbell's shit to steal off of him Mm -hmm. and i think she steals the watch that dorothy got her anyway um yeah and then okay she comes across um jeremy melton moving a dead body of a maid which was yeah, so bad for that maid. Yeah, I guess it, Jeremy Melton's just killing anybody that gets in his way. But um, it was just a really awkward scene. Just it, it was just a little weird. Like it kind of reminded me of um, that garage scene in Scream or something because it was just very slow paced at first. Mm-hmm. I think I think the garage scene was a lot better in Scream. Um, yeah, but like we were saying earlier, this movie had a lot of seen it in another movie but done better kind of vibes. And I also noticed in this scene too, out of all the victims in this movie, this is the victim, somebody that barely had any lines in this movie. She's only in two scenes. Uh-huh. She gives us. She gives this killer more of a fight than anybody else in the movie. Yeah, she also had one of the more brutal deaths in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. One of the only, like, gory deaths. Mm-hmm. Like, I really appreciated her death from, like, yeah, a, that, de- a that death was awesome. Getting her, getting stabbed in the neck with a glass in the shower, right? Yeah. Like, and the fight that, like, right before she pushed, or he pushed down, like, was like, ooh, damn, okay. I'm just pissed off that they kill a maid, but they don't kill that annoying stepmom. Yo, you hate that stepmom. I don't know. I think her death, uh, she could She could have potentially had a really epic death. She could, but talk about people they didn't bring back. They didn't even reference her again. I don't even know why they had her in that movie. So so they could um, have her yelling at her and Asia, uh, mm-hmm. in um, Vietnamese or whatever language she was speaking. Yep. Again, I think it was meant to do something, but they just never circled back on it. It was just like, okay. It's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were supposed to be in it more, but they cut it out. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there was a longer bit and then they were just like, alright, later, Like we have to cut this movie for time. I, I have the Blu-ray. Maybe there's a deleted scene. Of, no. uh, Let me know if there is. You have to go back and watch all the extras and tell me, like, uh, if anything is there of note. Yeah, so this girl, she she was just a, a disposable character. Like, uh, I, I'm just surprised that there was more of a fight with this death than... Um, than anyone else? The, yeah, because this character was just meant to be just another body on the death count basically. So. Uh-huh. And, and again, like, they, I wonder why they chose to do that. I don't know. I mean, I appreciate it, but it's it is a weird take. 
Yeah. So how about um, Adam uh, getting drunk and what's her name? Getting all mad. Uh, Kate and Kate oh. getting all mad. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Melissa, so I know at some point I forget. But uh, it I forgot to say that. Like, we were talking about that, and it apparently that's something I missed. There's a whole storyline about that. About his drinking and how oh, you, oh, you didn't you didn't know that he was well when you were no. watching it, you didn't know that he was struggling with sobriety. Not at all, not at all. I knew there was an alcohol angle. I didn't know why. Yeah, like yeah, I, I don't really. It didn't really contribute much to it. I guess mm-hmm. that just builds character. I guess, but didn't really yeah. contribute to anything. Really, I know they're yeah. gonna make these characters well rounded, but. Yeah, I uh, I didn't I didn't even pick I I got that they were. Yeah, I know. Yep, got that. They didn't pick it up. Mm. Wait, what did Melissa well, no, say? She said he was drunk, so he couldn't be killing. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't get that. How about the hot tub? Oh, hot again, tub. I said this already. Bet one of the most like I think, fucking psychological scenes in the movie i loved the drill going in through the the cover mm-hmm. yep i loved it and again like when it was like all right i'm gonna give you a hole to breathe out of but then i'm gonna keep stabbing around that hole so you can't actually use it and um, honestly i surprised that they killed off denise richards i, I really am see i'm not I'm, I did expect them to kill her off sooner, though. I was surprised how long she lasted into the movie. Really? Yeah, like, I don't I know think why. This is, this is the only thing I've ever seen her die in, I think. She, really? She was, she was in a shit ton of stuff in this period. I, I never saw her as the type to get murdered in a slasher film. I, I could see her being the one that survives, but... Yeah, I guess I could see that too. She had a big but enough. She game. she she was a mean girl in this, so it makes sense that she gets yeah. killed. I mean, dude's only purpose in this movie is to kill every mean girl. If Denise Richards got away, technically he failed. Well, he killed more than mean girls. He also killed uh, maids, just just doing their well, job. Maids were protecting mean girls. Do you think her getting electrocuted is um better than if she got? burned alive in the hot tub yes yes i do yes i do why i don't know i think burned up is uh is done too much if that makes sense like i think burned up in a hot tub has been overdone you think it's overdone i think it's always just like it's always uh, no, I'm just saying, like, let's just say, for example, um, the uh, tanning bed death in Final Destination 3. That was crazy. Yeah, and that I like, though. Like, that's not a hot tub death, but I think the boiling hot tub. Well, thing- I, no, I'm saying, like, just, like, getting, like, burned uh, burned alive in something is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. get, getting boiled in super hot water like what she said at the beginning of the movie i'd rather be boiled alive that's why it would make sense if it she would, died yeah. that way because she said at the beginning of the movie i'd rather be boiled alive i stand by that have, it doesn't have this that level of follow-through yeah 
that, that's I'm just saying that's a miss right there. But that is big. Miss. I did I did like the drill going through the the mm-hmm. lid, and I actually I liked that kill too because like it left me kind of feeling like she might get out. Like I was like, all right, there's a there's a a change here, or like a a chance she has here. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have much of a chance. Uh. No, no. I mean, like, come on now. We but we all knew she was gonna die. But part of me was like, all right, you're Denise Richards. See, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. That I'm I'm surprised that she died because I just can't see her dying in a movie. Is what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. why. Would you maybe say that like this was towards the end of her heyday? So like, I I didn't really see her in much post the 2000s. Thought maybe I'm with you. I guess maybe part of me did think she was actually going to live. Um, but, <laughs> but then she died because because nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. That did lead me to my fucking second favorite scene in this movie, though. Which is the party letting out. Like, how many people are at this party? How big is their compound? Well, oh, yeah. And like how they're all just walking out at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's somebody driving cars past these people. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Where did everybody park is the question. For real, though. There has to be a parking lot adjacent to this property. Uber wasn't a thing. Where are all these people going? Yeah, all these people either are rich too, so they have limo drivers, uh-huh. or they're driving drunk, or they all live in the neighborhood and they're all walking home. And um, the pathetic guy that doesn't speak and gets nervous around girls, he gets hit by a car walking home. Oh, that's sad. That's is that in the extra? <laughs> is that in the deleted scenes too? <laughs> Damn. He gets hit by the cop. <laughs> the cop is like on the way. <laughs> that would be the first thing in this movie that was full circle. It would be the only thing that went full circle is the silent guy. <laughs> Damn. Poor silent guy. He had a name. Actually, this whole movie was about that guy. <laughs> he could have been J- Jeremy Melton. He could have been Jeremy. Yo, he could have been Jeremy Melton. Just the awkward dude that has nothing to say during uh, turbo dating. Yo, how did Valentine end? Uh, honestly, the killer got hit by a car, and that was the end of it. Yeah, so there's no climax. Oh, my God. That would have been great. Melissa said the second movie should have just been, like, the whole movie, but from the silent guy's perspective. <laughs> dude. Like, what did that guy see the whole time? What if it wasn't Jeremy Melton at all? His name was like, oh, he did say Jeremy Melton. Never mind. Maybe I'm saying, what if he wasn't Jeremy Melton? He was just some weirdo that wanted to uh, take credit as um, Jeremy Melton. (laughs) Yo, so many angles. I really feel like we were talking about the boiling thing being a miss. The real miss is like this guy's story. Hell, I'd w- I'd watch that movie in a minute. And he's at the party. He could be the killer. But... He could have been, or the killer's assistant, or um, what if 
I don't know. It's getting a little too complicated. Anyway, moving back. Let's go back to Valentine the Real Movie, not uh, Silent Guy's perspective, which is still a good movie. That could be that could be the name of the second one. Valentine 2, Silent Guy's Perspective. <laughs> no, no. Valentine 2, The Silent Perspective. Go ahead. Yo, I'd watch that movie. That is a 2B original right there. All right, so now we're down to the final act. Yep, this is this is kind of like it feels appropriate. The ending feels appropriate for this movie. What did you think of um, the severed head? Yeah, it looked hella fake, man. That- it did, but I still liked it because uh, I was talking about how. Uh, one of the problems of this movie is it's not the movie's fault. It's the time period's fault that there's not enough gore in this movie. And and it's not the, it's not the movie's fault. I'm sure that it was gorier, but they cut it down because that's how movies were at this point. But like, I also appreciate a good off-screen death, and this was a good off-screen death. I do appreciate a good off-screen death. I really wish the head looked more real, because honestly, I was like, yo, that head looked like they bought that at Spirit of Halloween. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely was fake looking. That drawing looked like it was made of styrofoam. Um, but I do appreciate a good death, and I do think like that cop was a douchebag. That cop didn't deserve an on-screen death. So like, cool. Like, I appreciate they were just like dead. Happened on the side. It was kind of like um, Jurassic Park with um, Samuel L.'s arm. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what happened, right? But you don't see it. Like, it just kind of is. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of a good off-screen death, so I'm with you on that one. I appreciate your uh, your viewpoint because my first thought was, screw that dumb head. Um. <laughs> yeah, that head was really fake. Screw that styrofoam head with the painted on eyeballs. Uh, this budget wasn't big. This no, was low, this was a low budget horror movie. All the money low, went to, all went the money to went Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Yep, yo, <laughs> her and uh, Catherine Heigl made all the money. Everybody else is working for free. <laughs> Seemed that way. Yeah, everybody else was like, yo. I mean. What was um, Marley Shelton really doing at this point? She, never, I mean, the first thing I think I ever saw her in was Planet Terror. That was after this. Mm-hmm. But I, well, actually, no, I'm wrong. Sandlot was the first thing I ever saw her in, but I didn't yeah. know. I didn't really know this girl was going to be in anything else. This, she does a lot of stuff now. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Like, I didn't, I still don't know who she is. But when you say movies, I'm like, oh, I know. I saw that movie. Like, yeah, she's like she's a familiar face, is what you're saying. Yeah, no, not even familiar face. She's in familiar movies. Yeah. Um, and like I know I've seen the movies, so I know I've seen her, right? So, but it's crazy to be like, who's this chick? But then she ends up being one of the biggest names in said movie. Yeah, there's a there there are a lot of big. Big nah, at the I would say for the time like that dude from Angel, even though I've never seen it, I've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I know who that guy is because of the show, though. Mm-hmm. You know he's from Philly too. Is he? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Huh. 
Yeah, right. I thought he looked familiar. No, I'm <laughs> he just looks like the dude on the street. <laughs> but oh yeah. yeah, his dad was his dad was a news dude on six ABC. Really? Who? Uh, who was his dad, baby? Gary Papa. I'm gonna look I don't it think up. It was Gary Papa. Melissa's looking it up too right now. But yeah, his dad was the news guy. I'm going to Google him, so when she says who it is, yep. I'm going to type. Dave Roberts. Remember Dave Roberts? Dave Roberts, uh, reporter. I'm going to type. 6ABC. 6ABC? Let's see here. Oh, shit. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's his dad. That, that's his dad. Wow. No kidding. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Small world. That is, uh, that is um, Jeremy Melton's dad. That's Jeremy Milton's dad right there. Holy shit. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. He, he was on my TV growing up as a kid. Yeah, I, I remember him. He did he, he just retired like recently, right? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Not going to lie. Uh, about over 10 years ago. Oh, okay. I was like, I know he was on back in the day. I remember him. Yeah, small world. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to Oh, shit, that you, guy. Oh, yeah, David Boreanaz. Yep, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I wasn't doubting you. I wasn't doubting it's you, true. but it, it is true. You had to I go fact it. check me. You're doubting me. <laughs> I did fact check you, but you it's did. cool. You You're just right. fact check me in real time. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm, I All think right. I'm a little offended about it, but anyway. So let's, so let's wrap this up. So um, <laughs> yeah, so, we wasted yeah. too much time for Valentine right now. <laughs> but um, Adam is uh, back, and I, she's getting uh, like I guess she's getting like killer drunk confusion. She doesn't know if she's uh-huh. if he's drunk or the killer. Is that what that yep. was supposed to be? Because it was sort of confusing this part, like how he's just chasing her around, but he was just like. Looked like he was like, babe, come here. Like, yeah. didn't really, didn't really seem like he was like trying to like kill her. No, I, I don't think he was trying to kill her. I mean, why? She could have said like, listen, I found a severed head. Also, in mansions, is it common for there to be guns behind a glass case, like in every movie I've seen with rich people? You ask me like I hang out in a lot of mansions here, Alex. <laughs> uh, you know, in the the mansions I was I've been in recently in my life, no, I don't think they have too many guns. Um, but maybe, maybe in the two thousands, mansions had gun displays. <laughs> yeah, it seems like in movies, guns were so uh, guns are so accessible. You know, well, maybe that's real life too. Guns, America. Are pro- <laughs> but I feel like guns being kept behind a glass case is like more of a movie thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. You know, a lot of people keep their guns in a safe so people can't get to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm with you, but maybe rich people, you know, they, they keep them in glass cases. <laughs> they want to show them off. So anyway, Jeremy Melton, Jeremy Melton strikes and they fall down the stairs, but it turns out Jeremy Melton is actually um, Dorothy and 
Adam comes and saves the day. He kills Jeremy Melton, who it turns out is Dorothy. What did you think about this? How did she get put in the co- um, the getup so quick? And why did she agree with it? Why did she take them? Is this like a Halloween H2O into Halloween Resurrection again? Michael Myers uh, broke the guy's larynx and he couldn't talk. <laughs> and put his mask on him. I'm with, that's what I thought. Like, because there was no, uh, there was no, like, what do you want to call that? Gag or anything? Like, yeah. how did that happen? Right? Like, how did, I don't know. That felt like uh, they should have had more time to clear it up. And they didn't. I mean, I guess it makes sense because Dorothy was the one that caused all this. Yeah, but how did that happen? How did that play out? Was he like, hey, man, can you stand in for this crime for me? And she was like, yeah, bro, I got you. Or or was it like a Michael Myers thing? He crushed the guy's throat and then put the mask on so he couldn't speak. Maybe. And maybe they were trying to open this up for a valentine too because honestly that felt like that could happen or were they in on it together no why would why would she uh that's true that wouldn't make any sense would it yeah why would she willingly uh like kill herself no i'm not saying well i'm saying (laughs) what if he uh turned on her is what i'm saying Mm. nah i feel like it's too late in the movie to introduce So he could pin it on her, you know. I no, it's that's not what it is though. Mm-mm. I think she, it was she got incapacitated somehow. I think they were trying to keep it open for a uh, Valentine too, because that's why they ended with his nose bleeding. Like they were telling us, like, "Yo, here's the real killer." <clears throat> and I think that's my opinion. Is it was being opened as like a. There you go. Also, let, let's also say uh, talk about how his nose was bleeding on her face and she didn't notice. Yeah, that felt weird too. Like, and they cut away before, before like that happened. Like they didn't build on it or anything. So unless again, he killed her too, but I I don't think he. he 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 wasn't after her at all in the movie. No, she so. was the nice one to him. And I don't think she's going to take it well if he tells her I'm Jeremy Melton. I don't yeah. think something tells me she wouldn't take that well. That Part of me is, is in agreement with you that she's going to be like, oh, so you're Jeremy Melton. That's cool. Like, yeah. like everything's well, okay. Yeah, like, oh, all right, cool, bro. I'm all right with you. Uh, he he might like because if if he, he's crazy, he 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 might um think she'd be okay with it, and then she freaks out, and then he kills her too because he's afraid that she's gonna talk. Well, I feel like that is a is a definite right. Like at some point, like he's gonna snap on her and kill her. He would probably have to like. Tie her up or something to tell her, like. Well, so no, I feel like he's like they're gonna get into a fight later on, and he's gonna murder her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm or, kind of leaning towards here. Or, or like he thinks that she does him dirty, and then he gets a, he kills her because he feels he needs to get his revenge. Uh huh. Yeah, he's like, listen, I murdered all your friends, and I'm about to murder you too right now. Later. 
<laughs> later, later, right. later. One girl I let live who is now scarred for all of life because every single one of her friends has just been brutally murdered by some guy who was never caught. Oh, wait, they were caught. It was your other best friend. Yo, this girl screwed up for life now. Yeah, it's Dorothy's fault. Fucking Dorothy, dude. So, yeah, that was Valentine. That was. That was Valentine. I don't know. Let's let's end on final thoughts here. I think it was all around. It was a good movie. What did you like about it? Had a good vibe. Had a good vibe. It was very 2000s, which obviously my jam. It was a slasher, had a creepy mask. I don't know. It hit a lot of the, like, things I look for when I'm looking for just, like, an easy, fun horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was a good horror movie. Mm -hmm. But I think it's... It's one I could tolerate. I could watch once a year around this time of year just like a one-time watch i do like the mask i uh-huh. like i like how the, he gets the bloody noses when he kills i also love the opening kill and i love the hot tub kill yeah so it has that and like i said i love i love the mask it's pretty original and does kind of have a even though it's a 2000s post scream slasher movie it still has like that 80 slasher vibe, like the beginning with um, everybody's kids and something happens and then somebody mm-hmm. wants revenge. But, and uh, like it's a uh, still like very much an early 2000s slasher movie, but it's way better than like I know what you did last summer and most of the Scream sequels. So, yeah, I would get uh, I would I would give it a good like just that I can rewatch it every year. I'll, I'll give it two bloody noses. How about you? Well, how many bloody noses would you give this one? I'd give this. I'm with you. I'm two, maybe two, two and a half. I'll give this two and a half bloody noses. Yeah. It seems like you, you really like this one. Um, not my favorite, but if I was to watch it again, I'd watch it again because, Hey, you know what? Maybe it'll be a whole new movie again. I'll forget all about it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I could, dug it. It was what I want when I'm looking for like a good 2000s flick. Yeah, I could watch it like once a year, like Ghost Ship. You know, I don't. It's not a movie I'll rewatch multiple times a year like I do with like hold Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But hold up there, blasphemy, blasphemy. Ghost Ship, twice if not three times a year, every year. I know you're a big fan of Ghost Ship. Big fan of Ghost Ship. Thought about getting me a ghost ship tattoo, but I did not. So how did you hear that thirteen? Like they're going ahead with this uh, thirteen ghost TV show. I have heard about that. Yeah, I'm actually kind of they, excited about that. They they've been talking about that for like what, like five plus years. Mm-hmm. I think that's been. Isn't that like a fan generated thing, and then like it actually caught on. I don't know how it started. I thought they were just talking about doing this for a long time. Like it was going to be like a Netflix thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know what's going to. Like, I heard, like, fans started it, I thought, on Reddit and was like, this would be a really cool concept. Um, and then, like, people just kept talking about it. And I think finally a studio was like, 
there's money to be made here. Like, let's let's make this. And if Netflix does it, I don't know. If they do it right, I think it could be fun. Netflix gets more of a bad rep than... They're, they're not as bad as people make it out to be. Mm-mm. Their biggest problem is they cut things too quick, <coughs> I think. They what? They cut things off too quick. Yeah, they don't they don't give things a chance. Yeah, that's Netflix's biggest issue. I couldn't get into the last couple of seasons of um the show by um Michael uh Flanagan. Oh, which yeah. one? I I loved um The Haunting of Hill House and mm-hmm. um Midnight Mass was amazing. Everything after that though I couldn't get into. I didn't watch Midnight Mass. I didn't mind the haunting of Bly Manor. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't I didn't as watch good that one. Hill House. Um, it was all right. It it felt a little slower, in my opinion. It was yeah. I won't tell you anything in case you uh you do just decide to watch it. We watched. I don't know. We I don't know if Janina finished it, but we were watching um Midnight Club, and I. Did not find that interesting whatsoever. Melissa watched that. I started to, and I was with you. I didn't. I didn't find it interesting, but apparently it was based on like a Christopher Pike book from back in the nineties. Um, yeah, I think most. I think most of them are based on something. Mm-hmm. I think Midnight Mass was Midnight Ma- Mass. I think was his own thing, but I don't know about Bly Manor, but. Haunting of Hill House has been done so many times. Yeah, because that um, was one of the ones uh, Vincent Price did too, right? Uh, I think Vincent Price did. Um, uh, what did? Uh, they he did the one. Uh, uh, oh um, no, uh, Vincent Price did House on Haunted Hill, which That's is it. Um, yes. Um, Different than uh, the haunting of Hill House. Listen, there's a haunted hill and there's a house. Same <laughs> <Hey>, movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the one from the early 2000s. Um, I like that one too. Is that the one that has house. Chris Kattan in it? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That one was, again, that's another fun 2000s movie. Yeah, it was good. We should do that sometime. Dude, I'm so down. We could do that for sure. For sure, but for sure. I think for our next movie that we do, which um, I think should be, it's going to be like more in the springtime because I'm going to do a, a year two of my Aquatic Monsters That Can Kill You series. Very nice. Um, How about for our next movie, we do Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. That sounds horrible. Let's do it. Have you seen it? You haven't seen that one I yet? I have not seen it. That sounds trashy as hell. I'm in. Yeah, well, you got you got some time to watch it. It's on Tubi, so so um, feel free You're to just... watch. It's, it's so fucking stupid. Let's just say that. It's so fucking stupid, <laughs> but it's great. You're going to love it. Trust me. I'm all about it. Uh, I'm getting flashbacks to Two-Headed Shark Attack. Um, and all those other movies that go straight to streaming services you forget about? This is um, it's a parody of the Jersey Shore with killer sharks. 
that's what I was afraid you would say, but also very excited that you like, said. Yeah, they got like a situation type of guy. Oh God. Okay. They got like a uh like a uh, Angelina char- type of character. I this think they have a really, really D rate. Um Vinny from the Jersey Shore is in it. No fucking way, really? Yes, he is. And Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos is in it. Oh, hell yes. Tony Sirico. Hell yes. Okay, yeah. You, you sold me. I'm watching it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck we'll yeah. do that. And Vinny's in it. If Vinny endorses it, it's got to be good. Yeah, Vinny's a, He plays as a reporter or something. <laughs> I was hoping he played as Vinny. That'd be kind of funny. He honestly might. I'm not sure. Hey, don't. It's Vinny from the Jersey Shore. I'm here at the Jersey Shore. Like, what? <laughs> You're going to love it. Trust me. Oh, man. All right. You sold me on this one. Let's go. Did you watch it already? I've seen it a couple of times. Wow. Really? I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm going to watch it before we do the episode. You've but... watched it multiple times, eh? I, uh, the first time I saw it was when I still lived in Lansdale. Wow. Okay. It was a it was a big it was it wasn't much it, all right it wasn't big but I re, I remember when it came out it came out in like 2012 um I I got another shark movie on DVD because this was before streaming was big mm-hmm. so this I still got streaming movies it was another shark movie I opened it up and there was like a coupon for Jersey Shore Shark Attack in there. And you were like, "Yes, let me just <laughs> let me just get this movie right away because this sounds amazing." Yeah, so it's on Tubi, so feel free to watch it at any time. But we're gonna do that for the for that uh, Aquatic Monsters that will kill you series. Hell yeah! Let me know when you are gonna be running that back in the spring, and I am definitely on. Hell yeah, man! Fuck yeah, dude! All right, All man. Right, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me on for another time. I appreciate it. I uh, always I always look forward to to being on the on the podcast. Hell yeah. And stay tuned for my next episode, which is gonna be Troll 2. Stay tuned. Ooh, good luck with that one. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. See you. See ya. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs>